We ready? You know. Go. You've got to stop doing that. You were too late, then. It no, peaked. it's perfect. What it are you talking it? It about? It was rubbish. I cut you off. You know, I know you did. That's what I mean. You've got to stop doing that. It was <laughs> well, rubbish. You're, you're acting like I'm not trying to do that. No, no. If you do it, well, maybe you were. Maybe <laughs> if were. your goal was to cut me off, you succeeded, Duke. You, you did. Anyway, welcome uh, to show 138 of the Veteran what's up, people? podcast. We're yeah. live. Eventually, in a broken up sort of way. Yeah. Um, rubbish. What, what uh, did you say, 138? Yeah, 138. Oh, man. Let me tell you about 138. Well, go on, then. Oh, I'm not ready yet. I'm still loading up here. Loading what? Oh, yeah. <laughs> on oh, February 25th of 128 AD, Emperor Hadrian no, it's makes... 138, not 128. Right, 138. That's what I said. Uh, uh, on July 10th, Hadrian dies after a heart failure at Baia. And he's oh, he, buried at Rome. He was quite a famous person, isn't he? He had a wall. Let me ask you this, right, though, right? They're saying he died of heart failure. Is that correct? Yeah. How would he know that back then? They didn't have any medical science and stuff back then. That's a good question. I How would know. they know he died of heart failure? Well, probably because you know. some poet wrote, he clutched his chest and it fell to the ground. Going, ah, ah. Yeah, it must have been heart failure. <laughs> they didn't know <laughs> what people... describe it that way. They didn't know what people died of in those days. People just died. I don't know about the history of uh, whatever heart disease is, research is called. The heart system. Yeah, but unless he had like an arrow sticking out of his heart, maybe then maybe that was heart failure. <laughs> maybe that's what maybe, happened. Maybe it is. You know, then they wouldn't. Oh, I'm going up against the Jackal Gang here. Oh God, are you still play? What are you playing? New Vegas? Is that what you're? Up yeah. To? Oh, God. Anyway, how are Apparently you? Apparently, I'm not hitting anything other than this brick wall. How are you? How are you? I'm good. How are you how doing? Are you? I'm all right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Is that Can it? Just right? just a soundbite to cut me off. Is that it this week? Oh, what? I thought you were... Are you introducing me? So, so, I guess. Yeah, kill switch click. Everybody's loving that. What the hell is that? Kill switch click. Yeah, that doesn't mean... Kill switch click? No, it sounds like some weird 80s electronica. But I... 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 And then there's Kung Pao. Brilliant. You're not familiar with Kung Pao? No. That's a good movie. You should all watch it. It's a a chicken dish I've eaten. I've eaten Kung Pao chicken. That's tasty. (laughs) Tasty Yeah. Anyway, 
<laughs> Chinny is here, people. Don't worry. He'll be coming on in a moment. <laughs> uh, just uh, Kung Pao, they took so, this old Kung Fu movie, and then they cut new scenes into it, and then they redubbed the whole thing. So it looks like one old Kung Fu movie, but it's actually an old Kung Fu movie and a new Kung Fu movie with all new dialogue. And this woman often just goes, wee you wee you so is that available so, on DVD then? Oh yeah, it's everywhere. It's not as funny as it could be, but it's funny. Okay. Go away, Jackal Gang. Okay. Well, while you're you know distracted doing that, I will introduce. I'm you. ready to podcast. Get what up, you got something just, you want to talk just, about? Just carry on with whatever you're doing. Anyway, Chinny's here as well somewhere. Hey. Hello. Hey. There you go. I'll just let you two carry on for a little bit. <laughs> no, yeah. Yeah. Why not? I Why like not? me some. Kung Pao chicken. It's tasty stuff. I see what you did there. Yeah. And anyway, Chinny, yes. Um, Uh-oh. <laughs> well, no, don't this worry. This isn't going to be good, is it? It's nothing bad. It's not, not going to be good, is it? It's fine. I was only going to say. Right. Weird time for recording this week. That's all I was going to say. All right. Yeah, it is. I'll actually... Well, I, I'll, I won't slur my words on this episode. <laughs> no, because you won't be You know why? Because it won't be one o'clock in the morning. No. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It's sort of... Well, it was meant to be 7 o'clock in the evening. That didn't quite work out. No. <laughs> well, it didn't work out because the English teachers need to hang out and be cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was meant to be 9 o'clock originally. Then it got moved to 7, and now it's right. what, quarter to 8 or so, something like that, I suppose. Hey, look, I have a melee weapon, finally, and Thank whiskey. You. Well done, you. Yeah, now that dude's <laughs> dead and naked. So, yes, we're, we're recording on a funny <laughs> time. That reminds me of this. <laughs> I went on a stag do last night, and uh, there's a similar situation. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> really? Why, That's boss? a successful stag dude with the dude's dead and naked in the road. Yeah. yeah. Is that what happened? It was a wild, wild day. It was like wild, the second... Pe- people don't have one stag do anymore. The people all no. hen do. Like, my, my my best friend's getting married. He's had, he's had two stag do's. His fiance is having three hen do's. People are just greedy these days. They're just they? greedy. They're just high demand greedy. That's a problem. Yeah, you don't need three hen do's. No, you don't. Well, of course not. So what, why three? Is it like one I don't for know. colleagues and I don't know. one for close friends and one for family and whatever. I don't know. So why is your mate having two stag dudes? Maybe well, because one was kind of going away. Right. Like, where did that one go to? Nuki. Oh, okay. And then the other one was a local one. So last yesterday, you know, his dad was there. The fiance's dad was there. Um, it was a little bit more local. Have you been to both? Yeah. I'm the best man. I have to. Uh, so, have you been to the new key one? Yeah. And how did how did that go? Was that that was fine. That was but, fine. What, what happened there then? Was it just sort of a drinker from getting? Uh, yeah, you know, it's usual usual uh, stag do-ness. Did he did he dress up as some weird? Yeah, but a, um, shirt or something. He dressed up in one of those morph suits and then he dressed up as a marshmallow man because his last name's Marsh. So. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Is that who? Ah, yeah, it's Marsh. Yeah. We know what I, I speak about Marsh now and again. You do, you do. Yeah. Play games with him and stuff. Yep, yep. All these yep. dudes are bringing a knife to a gunfight. Duke, stop giving us commentary of your game. <laughs> we don't, we don't want to know about what you're playing. At Everybody the wants moment. to know about this game. What are you talking about? All right, what are we, are we talking about? <clears throat> Have you played anything apart from the game you're playing? At yeah, the- played things. I played Rage. Oh, finally, God Lord. I know, right? Finally, play you've played an old rock. game. Oh, yeah. I'm obsessive compulsive. <laughs> one, two, three, four. <laughs> one, two, three, four. <laughs> one, two, three, four. 
<laughs> Thank you, GH Rocker. Um, yeah, but before I mention Rage, there's a fake Gavlar on Steam. I was playing Counter-Strike Global Offensive, which I'm addicted to now. I'll talk about that in a minute. Okay. And uh, Gavlar, Gavlar comes in the room, and I was like, Gavlar! And I was like sending him messages during the game. I was like, hey, good shot, Gavlar, and all this stuff. And then I see him on Xbox Live later, and I was like, hey, good job on Counter-Strike. He's like, what? I don't have that. <laughs> and I was like, wasn't that you on Steam? He goes, I don't have Steam. I was like, oh, man, there's a Gavlar doppelganger. What's up with that? So Stop was he, pretending. Was it spelled the same, or was it just G-A-V-L-A-R? Yeah. Or no, was it? it was Gavlar. I mean, it wasn't with, like, six A's. I was going to say, was so it Ray-K. Gavlar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So Rage is great. I'm really liking it. Uh, first of all, it's got John Goodman as one of the first NPCs you meet, which is just awesome. Get in. A- yeah. But um, is it, isn't it a bit weird that he's doing the voice of a black man? Do you not think that was a he's bit He's not odd? black, is he? He's not black. Isn't he not a black character? No. Black character, not black, no. I was could have sworn he was a black man. No, you're racist. Yeah. I don't know. That's not racist. <laughs> I know that's not racist. <laughs> I just no, I thought the character in the game was a black man and he was doing... A white voice. Oh, he's man. not. No. I have no idea what you're talking about. Wow. Anyway. I must be remembering that game all wrong. Right. Just the remember this moment, is... you, and how many times you're wrong in other <laughs> occasions. Yeah, no, that's Just true. remember that. It's true. What can I say? What can you say? Um, the gameplay is good. The corridors are clearly marked. There's nice, precise graphics, which is nice. The one thing that is kind of annoying about the precision is that sometimes grabbing things it requires very, very precise aiming, which is stupid. Uh, if you're near some grenades on the table or something, you have to be pointing right at one spot, which is kind of dumb because often it's in the middle of a firefight. And you're like, ooh, grenades, and, and you got to like, That's like make sure you're I don't yeah. remember Borderlands. Yeah, no, there, you're right. There is some... Is that in Borderlands, yeah. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm-mm. So, whatever. I, it's not a big deal. I like the dotted line on the mini map telling you where you have to go. And, yeah, that's very nice. And the zip lines are way cool. I really like that when you fight through a bandit stronghold and then it, you get to the top and you're like, oh, I guess I'm going to have to go, go back all the down. way down. Nope. It's like... <laughs> Yay. How does he go? <laughs> <laughs> Cool. So it's good. I'm really liking it. How far uh, in are you? Oh, not much. I'm like two hours in or oh, something. Oh, that's why you still like it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, well, I mean, you'll still point. like it at the end. It's all right. Why Why? Why would? Why did you stop liking it, Chinny? Well, uh, first of all, there's no reason for it to be an open world game. That's that's no. that's little box ticked there. Yeah. Um, and no, there's not, I mean, I'm, I'm being I'm being silly, really. But uh, I just just felt like it kind of teeters off towards the end and uh yeah he just he just the open worldness of it was like what's the point you don't really explore very much you just follow that line that you used to although i don't know that i really want to explore much like I, I like having open world games but i like having missions in them so in a way this is perfect because it's open world but i don't have to you know i'm not like in skyrim you go gathering herbs and stuff and i don't want any of that i just want to go and shoot things so that's exactly what it's giving me i really like it yeah, I think you'll be fine with it, Duke. It'll be, I think you'll be fine with that bit of it. Well, the I only, the I... only thing I would say is just avoid the very, 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 very pointless side missions. Well, but you can get stuff for them. You can, but they're so... And that's when the open world aspect will get annoying because you just I sort of drive it... But you just end up driving backwards and forwards through the same terrain, just doing the same thing. Well, see, that's why you've got to load up on the side missions before you go to a place. 
because I was there's one of the earliest ones are this dude's missing find him and then you go along and the dude's like hey you going that way check out the tower and the whatever do something with the tower and I was like all right so I I I was looking to go to the tower and the dude was there and I was like hey you're dead I'll let so and so know and then it was like hey tower fix the thing down the zip line yay. <laughs> so have you done have you done any of the early actual game missions you know going through the yeah early? i fought a boss already there's cool. a one where you're fighting in the garage and then the dude blows in with the car and he's in the turret in the back and i took him out i was so proud of myself because you know what i think uh global offensive counter-strike is really training me to use cover and b- short bursts so yeah, it's helping me in other games, man. It's crossing the matrix. Wow. Yeah. You see, I I think you'll enjoy Reg. It's your kind of brainless shooting game. Well, it is a brainless shooter so far, yeah. which is what I was expecting. So it's delivering. Yeah. So I don't I don't think you'll have any problems with it. You might. You know, we all had an issue with the ending, so we'll see how you get on with that when you get there. Yep. Yeah. When and you get the BFG, as I told Chini, make sure you use it. Yeah. Because otherwise, I don't like you won't. Well, I was surprised by how well the pistol uh, fat boys are. And I like having the scope. That it's got the binocular. You can use that and you zoom in. That's pretty cool. Everything works well. All the shooting and everything like that That's works brilliantly well in that game. Yeah, You'll not be disappointed in any of that. Yep. Id knows first-person shooters. I'll say they that. They do. Yes, they do. Global Offensive. It's awesome. It's awesome. It's awesome. If people are on Steam, hook me up. I haven't really played it on the Xbox much because most people... I don't know. When I go online, people aren't playing it. And I'm like, what the heck, man? Come on, let's play. But I did play today on the play date with Step J for about two minutes and John Mouse and GH Rocker. Although John Mouse and GH Rocker were in this private match. First of all, they're in a private match. So it was them on one team. And I was like, I could join on their team because they were playing against bots. And I was like, all right, I could do that. But then I was like, it might be more fun to be on the other team. And they were totally owning me. So I was like, dang it, this sucks. And they were playing competitive mode, which I haven't played at all. So the difference is, first of all, friendly fire's on, which isn't a big deal because I tend not to shoot my teammates anymore. Uh, but bumping into each other is on, which is very annoying because I'm used to everybody just running through each other, which is great. Uh, and you have to buy your armor, which is stupid because usually the armor is provided for you on the casual mode. So it was just very jarring for me to be suddenly on a team with bots who don't know what they're doing because friendly AI sucks and... Uh, playing the competitive mode which i'm not used to so that was frustrating well yeah the i other- mean i was gonna say i've had a i would go with this so we might as well talk about it together yeah that's right because the xbox wasn't out <clears throat> before yeah game went out for the xbox when we recorded our last show that's so right. Stu, what do you think of csgo now i liked it i liked yeah. it you know me i'm not a big multiplayer person um no, i haven't got any points to buy it so i haven't bought it are you going? Well, you think? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm tempted. I must okay. admit, I am tempted because okay. I, I like objective-based multiplayer. So you like I Valve, yeah, and I like Valve multiplayer in general. So I'm not. I like. I like what I played. I like one of my favorite bits about it was when you do get because obviously with the objective-based, once you get killed, you're out of the game until the end of the round. Yeah, but you can take over bots in casual mode, which was really kind. Yeah, of... Yeah, yeah, that is good, and you can do that in competitive mode too. So I, was yeah, I didn't realize that. you could do it in competitive, but. Yeah, I like that. I like that. I like the shooting feels great. You know, I like it was interesting. What I found really interesting was um, it makes you use your headset. You're not allowed to yeah. be in a party. 
So he goes, oh, you can't. And it was weird because you were trying to start up a game and it wouldn't let you start it up because you were in a party. And until you came out of that party, it wouldn't let you start the game, which was kind of interesting. Um, And I like that because everyone has to talk and work together, which is a good thing. And I think more games maybe should do that in multiplayer uh, mode, stop people using that. What was interesting, though, was listening to all the the obvious sort of Call of Duty people. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's the thing. I feel <laughs> people are like, oh, you're going to be a PC snob. I'm already a PC snob because, yeah, Call of Duty people, everybody who hasn't played this game do, does what I did when I first got in, like spray and pray. It does not work at all. If you're right next to the person, you probably will have as much success as they will because everyone's just spraying and praying. But anything more than two feet away, you've got to do short bursts. You've got to aim for the head. And because I've trained myself to do that, I feel like I'm just owning people on Xbox. Like You people have no idea how to play this. <laughs> <laughs> that is kind of funny. It's but pathetic because yeah, like, I shouldn't be such a snob, but I am because I'm, I'm so often not awesome at these games. So now that I am, it's like yeah but it was funny listening to everyone going why do you have to buy your weapons at the beginning of every round <laughs> yeah. what's all that about so, so i still think that's oh. dumb no i think it's good because it keeps it a level playing field and also right say for instance i pick this up two months down the line right don't get me wrong there'll be better yeah, people playing right, that right, right. Yeah, but yeah, it yeah. won't make a jot of difference right right but still, here's the thing yeah. about that though because if it but it does it does make a difference because if you if you suck you don't get to buy better weapons. The All people right. who do well, in, not, in two ways, because one, they have more money because they get more kills, so they're getting more money for the kills, and if you can stay alive to the end of the round, you don't have to buy your gun again. You don't have to buy any of the equipment you bought last round. That's right. And so, you great it, in a way, it's actually more uneven than Call of Duty. Uh, it's not uneven, <laughs> but it's totally skill-based. Yeah, the better you are at playing it, obviously. Yeah, yeah. so it's, it's not as... Though, some people, I mean, okay, look, maybe it's not uneven but it, it the more you pl- the the further along in the round you are or the, in the match you are the more uneven it becomes so i mean whatever like it, there's benefits to this model and i've become used to especially on the pc i can just boom 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 like you press three keys and you're done yeah so, especially on the casual mode because you don't have to buy equipment so there's that uh and I, I i can see the merits of it i suppose i still think it, i would prefer not to have to do it but i don't really care it's not a big deal to me uh, I don't like the fact that sometimes I think I have a grenade and I go to switch to it and it just goes, Meh, and I'm like, I don't have a grenade, no. Um, but whatever, it's not a big deal. Um, yeah, it is, but it I is. will say, I, hang on, let me finish. I, I don't agree with people who are like, oh, it makes everything even, because it totally doesn't. Just don't even bring that line to me. It buddy, doesn't necessarily make it even, but it makes it a level playing field at the beginning of each match. Well, at the beginning of each match, I suppose. Yeah. But And then there's the thing about like, and here's, I think, why I'm so addicted to it at this point, is because... Uh, I'm not very good yet. Like I'm, I'm okay. I'm sort of getting the hang of it. If you saw my post about the play date, I posted the leaderboard where I was on the top of the leaderboard. I'm like, I was MVP. I got more kills. Woo! And uh, so that's a good feeling. And here's the thing: because it's still so difficult, every time I get a kill, I'm so proud of myself. I'm like, yay! And I get killed right afterwards by the dude's buddy, but I don't care. I got a kill, yay! So even if I'm sucking and losing, I don't mind because I'm like, I got a kill. Woo! But the the only other thing I'd say from from playing a quite a few games because I played the demo twice, so I've played it for about an hour and a half. Oh snap! How'd you play the demo twice? Well, it let me it gave me another forty five minutes the second time I played a game. That cheat? You yeah. cheat? Uh, I just assume it starts. No, no, I just assume it starts forty five minutes every time you boot it up. No, it does know. not. Does it not? That would make no sense. I don't You're know. Glitching. 
I don't know. I don't know. I, I didn't do it on purpose. It just you're did. Gonna make, you're gonna make Valve go out of business next. Oh, mate, oh yeah, that like that's ever gonna happen. But <laughs> but everybody, even in the hostage mode, which is obviously the traditional mode in this, everybody is still playing it like Team Deathmatch <laughs> is what oh, I noticed on the 360. And that's interesting because isn't you missing it? It's it's so weird. Lately, I've gotten into some lobbies where that's the case, and. Others where it's totally not, but is that on the PC? Terrorists? Is that the PC version or the 360 version? And the PC version. I haven't played the Xbox enough to know. No, I've only played the Xbox version. I'm not. Everyone still seems to just be playing it as no one's escorting hostages anywhere. Yeah, right. Well, the hostages are a lot trickier because you have to get them all out, and generally speaking. It's easier to find a train of people walking than it is to find one person with a bomb. So it's easier to plant the bomb than it is. Now, it's not as easy to defend it. But the thing that drives me crazy is when I have, I watch, you know, when you die, you, you're, you're watching everybody play, which is actually very good because you can see what the really good people are doing and you can be like, oh, I'm going to learn from that. This is what Valve said about uh, how people are supposed to use the, when you die and left for dead, you're supposed to be watching the people who are still alive and learning how to get better. So, that's one thing that I know. And so I'm watching somebody. He's got the bomb. He's at the spot he's supposed to plant the bomb. And he's just waiting for the other people to come in. I was like, plant the freaking bomb already. What are you doing? Yeah, that happens, though, doesn't it? But the maps are good. I thought the maps are well set That's out. Perfect. Yeah. There's one map. The map Aztec, actually, I, I'm annoyed at because it seems like the counter-terrorists have a significant advantage. They start up higher, and there's this door. I hate those doorways where there's the little gap in them. Because on one map, I don't remember which map it is, but there's a spot where right when they spawn and right where we spawn, you could see all the way across the map. I was just running to the side once, and it was like, bam, dead. Two seconds after the round started, I was like, are you kidding me? The people who are good with those sniper rifles are really good with them. Yeah, so so it's a thumbs up overall for you then. I'm, totally, I'm, playing, I'm playing all my games except for Rage a, a little bit. I spent my last week of freedom in front of my computer playing Global Offensive. Wow. Addicted, man. So, Ginny, have you, have you given this a look? I'm guessing you haven't. You've not oh, I have played it. So, what did you think? I didn't buy it. Ooh. Really? Yep. <laughs> I have oh, 15 wait. minutes left on the demo. Why did you not buy it? I didn't fall in love with it. Go on drugs? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he doesn't drink. Uh, I, could, I was kind of getting into it. Um, I don't know why, but I thought it was going to be a little bit more than it was. Mm. Uh, it's it's Counter Strike. I play because I've got Counter Strike Source for the uh, for the for Steam. I bought that years ago, and I played yeah. that a bit. And it's I thought it was going to be a bit different. I don't feel like it is that much different from it. So I was in I, I, I mean, maybe I'm being a bit cynical here, but I feel like the main reason for making this was to bring it to consoles. That's that's how I felt about yeah. it. Yeah, I think so. Maybe I give it a bit of a facelift as well. But yeah, uh, yeah. I think it's a it, combination. And it faced so much better. Yeah, yeah. And source. I don't know. I I went back to source because here was the other thing. This is so annoying. Um, but uh, the. Sorry, the, the so the 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 Mac version of Counter Strike Global Offensive went down for like two days. I was like, "What?" Apparently, Valve issued a patch that killed the Mac version, and I was like, "Come on, man!" Now, to to Valve's credit, and this is very impressive, when people started whining on the Valve forums about it, 
this Valve person said, we, we know about the problem, we're working on it. And then as soon as they fixed it, he said, new patch just for Mac users, try it now. And we tried it, and it worked, and we were all like, yay. So it was very cool that they did that sort of personalized response. We know there's a problem, and then a personalized response, we fixed the problem. Yeah, I mean, I think that's why Valve have such a good reputation and Steam in general, because they respond quickly and get things sorted out. And, you know, when we've talked about the cost of a patch on Xbox Live and then it has to go through certification and all that crazy stuff on Steam, I mean, especially Valve themselves as they own it, they just do it, don't they? It takes them maybe a day and it's up and done, isn't it? They they don't mess around. Yeah, and there's no four. I mean, I guess the Xbox, they better make sure that's right, because... There ain't no $40,000 they're trying to pay for what's well, it. Well, you should be glad you've got an Xbox and not the PS3. Well, Why? in Europe, because it's not released there yet for some reason. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm beginning to get very pissed off with um, all these sort of games. Like, Dyad still hasn't come to the European PlayStation Store, and I'm still waiting for that. What? Yeah, uh, Dyad, it's a sort of music <laughs> sort of... I don't care. Game. It looks cool. I think you might kind of like it. I think it might be a sort of game. Uh, but yeah, that's still not come. Uh, Closure was another game that came to the American store. It has never come to the UK store, which was that cool platformer that just used light, so you could only see things that were in the light and sort of everything else was dark and you had to use light sources to do different things. Um, so I, I think if I, if I was just um, like a PS3 only... I'd be, I'd be getting pretty pissed off by now, I think. Yeah. I think I will be just sort of like going, why why are we always sort of being screwed in a yeah, way? Yeah, it's pretty frustrating for PS3 owners, I must say, that I have a, a good deal of sympathy for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, I mean, PS3 only owners. You know, if you wanted to play Global Offensive and it's, it's releasing on every other platform, including the American version. And you heard people talking all the time about how awesome it is and how much fun they're having with it and how wonderful it is and magnificent and superb. You know, I mean, they haven't... They They just kept going on and on about how much fun they were having. (laughs) Yeah, how much fun it is and, you know, how cool the game is and why everyone should be playing it and, you know, everyone should get on this game because it's so cool. Um, But, yeah, I mean, they didn't even really give a, a, a reason as to why it wasn't available. You know, they just said... Because they're losers, that's they why. They just said, unfortunately, Counter-Strike has not been made available on the European PlayStation Store today, and we apologize to those of you who are looking forward to playing it. We hope to resolve this issue as quickly as possible, and we'll let you know when the situation changes. And that's, that's literally it, and there's not been an update not since. Not good enough. It, it doesn't, I, I mean, I did check yesterday. I haven't checked today, but I did check yesterday, and it still isn't there. It's still oh, not there. Oh, yes. So, you know... You'd just be so peed off. And it, it seems to be the European PlayStation store all the time that gets screwed. Well, the reason that that's stupid is because you live in Europe. Well, maybe, but it, 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 they always seem to cite this localization issue, you know, because they have to, you know, make it into so different, many different languages for Europe and stuff. And yeah. that's the reason it takes so long, because that's the reason they go for the Walking Dead being delayed, because that got delayed as well, remember? Yeah, it's all European that. store. You, just, and stuff. you shouldn't live in Europe. <laughs> Obviously. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm getting really I pissed off. In the UK, that. a lot of y'all say you don't live in Europe, do you? Well, we are in Europe. But I'll tell you what, though. Bloody the next episode of Walking Dead, although it's, it was meant to release on the, something like the 23rd of August. Obviously, that didn't happen. Or it just hasn't happened. Um, That better release at the same time as everywhere else when it finally comes, because I'll be proper annoyed if it doesn't, because it's just ridiculous. Yeah. 
So yes, I've been playing that um, global offensive. Is that yeah, it for you? Offensive. Is that everything? That's it. Right, no worries. I downloaded the Ele- uh, Dust Elysian Tale. I downloaded the Expendables demo, but I haven't played none of that because I've been playing Global Offensive. Um, what about other games? Ain't nobody um, got time for that. Papa Wio, you were downloading that. I downloaded talking. it. I haven't played it. Yeah. Anyway, I'm busy playing Fallout. I've been playing another multiplayer game. Yeah. Huh? I've been I've been playing Avatar: Laser Wars two. What? I've been, I've been playing that game. Really? Uh, yeah, I bought it right, because there was a few people really? who bought it so far. Really? And there's quite a few people playing it. There's plenty of people playing it. You know, I haven't actually played with anyone on my friends list yet, but I've been playing games with random. Yeah, people. and it's pretty cool. I like it. For 80 points, you can't really go wrong. The shooting works really well. There's loads of upgrades for your weapons. There's loads yeah, of different weapons to unlock. There's this weird bubble shield that you can wander around with, which just makes you pretty much invincible. And there's perks to unlock. It's yeah. and I'm doing pretty well. I've been in the top three on most matches when there's been about six or seven people in. We haven't got a full sixteen yet, but we've had six or seven in. Uh-huh. Uh, eight at one point. You know, we went as high as eight, and that was playing at sort of what time was it? it was probably about eight o'clock in the morning. So it was early morning that we were playing it at. That I was playing, and there were still people playing at that time in the morning. And yeah. it it, it uh, locked into games really quickly. There was no waiting for matchmaking or anything like that. It was like straight into a game, and there were people on, and it, there was no lag, there was no frame rate issues. So what you're saying is Avatar Laser Wars is better than Counter Strike Global Offensive? No, it's not better, but it's, it's <laughs> look. If you, look, if you've got 80 points knocking around, it's worth a pop. I think you'd like it, Duke. And it, it like hey. there's people actually playing it. Yeah, but what seven? You said seven. Yeah, well, yeah, but that was eight o'clock in the morning. I wasn't expecting any. I wasn't expecting anybody to be playing. Yeah, fine. Okay, let's say there's ten. Let's be generous. And the worst, ten people. From, yeah, but in two weeks, how many people are going to be playing? Zero. And are there bots? Have... No. No, but I think it has a bit of. See, a that's what's so bogus. They put bots in there. I'd buy it in a heartbeat, man. Yeah. Because I'll still play Prejudice Section Eight with bots. It works good. It does work good, though. I was impressed for me. 80 points. I was like, yeah. Although, you know that, I don't know whether you remember from wandering around in the empty demo, but there's a middle chamber with, like, a reactor in it. That seems to be where everybody congregates. So you sort of, wherever you spawn at, you just aim for that middle section because that's where everybody is and you just sort of shoot each other across the way, you know. Yeah. But I got I got some, some like, kill streaks going on, you know, and I, like I said, I was in the top three every match. I was like, yes, I'm enjoying this. So, yeah, I'll be playing some more of that. So, Fumble and GH Rocky need to get on there. Play some with me. So, yeah. Play uh, some with them. Lollipop Chainsaw came. Ugh. Really? Whoa, 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 whoa. All right, okay. Suter 51, that's what? What do you mean, what? So here's the thing, right? You know, I've been sort of looking forward to this game in a, in a weird sort of way since I heard it. Uh, weird might be the right word. But I have to say, I didn't really enjoy it that much. I didn't. I didn't. I thought I was going to, and I did. I did for a bit, and I like I like the the complete over the top nature of it. And there's some there are some cool things about it. Like uh, you know, you sort of play the game just to get the sparkle power. Uh, and basically, when you get sparkle power, you become pretty much. Invincible. Sorry, Stu. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, how could you not love this game? Hold on. The what? <laughs> <laughs> the sparkle power. <laughs> as you were carry on you hear that everybody that's the sound of but, shitty pre-ordering this game but what's cool right when you get a sparkle power it plays uh, oh Mickey you're so fine <laughs> or hey Mickey you're so fine should I say sorry Stu 
<laughs> hang on. Yeah, so you... so hang on, hang on. <laughs> what so, does he play, Stu? So when the when the power activates, it plays "Hey Mickey, you're so fine." <laughs> okay, as you were. <laughs> so, so does that, and then there's just crazy stuff. So, for instance, if you come into a classroom or an area, and there's like a fireman's pole in the middle of it, you you can basically jump on the pole and then spin round very very quickly with your chainsaw, taking out multiple enemies in a sort of pole dancey crazy. Kind of <laughs> Again, this sounds like the stag do that I went on yesterday. So. <laughs> so, so, and and there are some lines of dialogue that even I found a bit too much because it's like, wow, yeah, are you serious, yeah. Mister? Jab your butt with a pointy stick to deal with <laughs> yeah. constipation. Found Suter Fifty One to go over the line with a lot of yeah, there was, For instance, that's wow. There was a bit where I rescued this student from these rampaging zombies, and his line was, "Wow, I'm gonna go home tonight and masturbate over you." Ugh. And even that was a bit too much. Sorry. And you weren't expecting this? Well, it wasn't tongue in cheek enough somehow, though. It was sort. Of, <laughs> the what? If it had been, well, that. You know, it, I mean, it, the emotion you're making with your hand, that might be very tongue-in-cheek. To put it into perspective, you, you basically, at the beginning of the game, you go to, you start off with her in bed in a very sort of provocative way. Then she has a shower, which you see most of. Then she gets, goes, to, goes to school and realizes that it's been taken over by zombies. What you don't realize at that point is that she's one of three sisters who come from a long line of zombie hunters. So you sort of were born to do it. So it's Buffy, but sexy. Sort of. And a bit crass. But you get to school, and your first objective is to try and rescue your boyfriend who's been overrun by zombies, right? Well, he gets bitten in in the midst of trying to protect you, although you're the zombie hunter. But he gets bitten... And the way you save him is by lopping his head off and tying it to your waist, basically. Yeah, I heard about that. And that's kind of funny because he's sort of the best character in a way because his lines are quite funny. And he's like, you know, how the hell did you do this? And she's just like, because I'm magic sort of thing. But she positions him virtually balanced over a bum crack, really, at the back of her skirt and bends over just to show it. Yeah, it's almost as though it was designed to give maximum butt exposure. Correct. So you're yep. telling me, Stu, that in this game, yeah, you cut your boyfriend's head off, yeah, put it by your butt crack, yeah, not my actual butt crack. Dance round, but if you had to connect, you could chain yeah. chainsawing zombies. Pretty much is that. Brilliant. It has it has two simple attacks, which is. An X and Y attack, and the X is a light attack, and Y is obviously a chainsaw. X is with pom poms, by the way, so that's like a pom pom attack, uh, and that that sort of <laughs> stuns the zombies. The what attack? Pom poms. Okay. <sighs> so that stuns the zombies, right? If you stun enough of them, you can do instant instant kills, and that gets you your sparkles for your sparkle power. <laughs> and so, really, yeah. Do you think? <laughs> Why, wait, why wouldn't a pom pom attack stun zombies? He was over the shoulder of him, like, right, now I want you to make a pom pom attack. And the, the, <laughs> the, the developer was like, um, okay. Uh, but there are, some sure. neat, there are some pretty neat mechanics. The combat actually works really, really well. You know, you can hop over the heads of them and come from behind. If you lop a couple of arms off the zombies, there's quite good hit detection. If you lop their arms off and then hop over, you can do this sort of final move where you put the chainsaw in between the legs and cut them in half vertically 
So that's that's kind of interesting. You know, that's a nice little finishing move. There's one on the floor you can do with like a leaping stab move with the chainsaw and finish them off on the floor. Um, there's sort of points for... It's very old school in its approach for, to, to being a beat-em-up. You know, it's very sort of constrained areas and lots of fighting against lots of zombies. So that was I was fine with all of that stuff, and I was I was actually enjoying it. And then I got to a game breaker point for myself. You got to a what? Game breaker. It was game breaker because of this bit where you have to defend. Right, there's there's different types of zombies. There's ones that have explosives tied to them, and then there's zombies that are sort of on fire who set off the explosive zombies if they touch each other. But then there's one part that I got to where there's this huge birthday cake for you that's just a load of explosives. And it starts off and it's sort of these burning zombies and you've got to stop them from getting to the cake to blow it up. And you get sort of, they're allowed to touch it three times. And if you go over three times, it explodes and that's the end of, and then you have to redo it. And And that was bad enough, right? Yeah, and that sort of it. Fire, fire, fire! I... And Did I you have, have any sparkle power left? I didn't know. That would have been useful. <laughs> no, yeah, sparkle it's power. always useful to have it would have sparkle been power. So There's so no I'll, situation I ever the, find myself in where I say, I don't want sparkle, sparkle power. From the people that brought you the snot burglar, here's snot, sparkle <laughs> power. <laughs> so well, snot burglar is a good So product. I got killed about six times, right? And couldn't, because it starts off fairly easy with about one or two. And then to, at the end, there's like five of them at the same time. And you just can't keep them away from it. You're just sort of trying to defend. And also, every time you use a pom-pom attack, right, which is what you use to kick them back, mm-hmm. it, it goes into this animation that takes a couple of seconds. And by that time, one of them's got too close to it while you're trying to pom-pom attack the others away. And, it, and if there was like a very quick sort of kick that didn't end up with this sort of three-combination finishing move every time, it would have probably been better, you know, and I would have got to it. But So that happened, and I was like, oh, so I thought, I'm just going to turn it off and come back to it later. It only saves at the beginning or end of each level. So, oh, so to get to that point again, I would have to play this whole school level again. I was like, do you know what? I just put it back in the envelope and sent it back. It just went back. So that's that's gone back to them now. And Take I've got pom pom sparkle power. I've got sleeping dogs and uh, dark siders two on waiting. So, dude, is this suddenly the overseas connection again? So hopefully one of those will come this week. So oh, I thought you meant you had them. No, no. Uh, what I had, what I did get though, was Spec Ops the Line. So I did get. That. Oh yeah, old so, old game is old. So <laughs> I played. I started playing it on Friday, and I finished it this morning. Oh yeah. Yeah. So played, finished, done. Done. Game done. In the bag. Yeah, I enjoyed yeah. it. I really liked it. Yeah, yeah, really liked it. I, had, I, I, I really don't get these people complaining about the graphics. It looks fine to me. You know, it look, the, the sort of lighting effects are great. It, it's a really great atmosphere for the city. I like the sand effects. I, had, I don't know where people are complaining about the graphics from at all because it looked fine. Haters going to hate, man. That's yeah, I, mean. I don't understand where that comes from. Cause graphics it looks, are fine. Really. Yeah, it looks fine to me. I've heard people complain about them, though. But I'm just like, Duke. Duke. What? The graphics were fine. The graphics yes. were fine. Graphics uh, were fine. Story I really liked. I really liked the way they put it together. And there are there is some pretty disturbing scenes, you know. Yep. I wasn't overly keen on the, the, the very sort of black and white choice how to do this or do this. Or the, although there was occasions where you just you could do nothing. 
That's about. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's again that's sort of like forced. To, oh, which path will you take? And of course, the truth is, you take. You know, they both exist, so it doesn't matter which one you. Yeah. Take. I mean, it sort of does, but. Whatever. And I, I absolutely agree with Ginny. I love the way that the character degenerates and is covered in blood and bruised and bashed and. You know, looks by the end of the game, he looks like Walking Dead, really, doesn't he? You know, he's he's been really bashed up. So I like, yep. I really liked all that. I was really impressed with the way he, he slowly degenerates. And also, you know, everyone's sort of saying about Nolan North swearing all the time, but he only really starts swearing a lot towards the end of the game as he's getting more and more loopy. And I thought Nolan North did a good job of the voice acting. I thought he was very good, very good. Can I ask? And I'm I'm trying not to give any spoilers away here. <gasps> Mickey cool. Mouse is in the game. But did you do both endings? <laughs> did you both do both endings? Uh, I did all of the endings. Oh, is it, I only did two. I didn't realize there was a There's four. I think is a. Oh, I only did two of them. But did which? Can I can I ask? And I'm trying to put this in a way that doesn't really spoil it. But my the first the ending I chose. Let's just say that here. Skip ahead five minutes, people. Well, I don't. I don't want to. I can skip ahead two hours. I can sort of do it without spoiling it. But the first ending okay. I did was the do nothing ending because I felt after what had happened that was the most appropriate. Yeah. Nope. No way, man. You gotta get rid of that part of you. Didn't you see Fight Club? I guess. But I felt after what I'd done that was most appropriate, really. Well, but then see, I wonder if this is like a Rorschach test. See, I, I'm of the, like, Sarah Connor, no fate school. No fate but what we create, man. You take your destiny into your own hands. You sound like you're into this whole, like, oh, I need to be punished, so okay. I'll just sit here and let whatever's going to happen happen. No. Like, screw that. So I did that, and then I went, and then I thought, I'll go back and do the other ending. Or you I guys thought about this way too much. I just went, ah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just pull the trigger. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah, I mean, it, it sort of lets you do that quite a lot, doesn't it? Where it gives you the option to pull the trigger or not pull the trigger. Mm. And I quite like that about it. You know, there were moments... My favourite, my very favourite bit, and I, I don't suppose this is a spoiler, but it was a bit like you were in a disco with strobe lights and it was horrible. And that was yeah. one of my favourite... That is the most standout bit of the game for me. Where you, And it's just one small room and it never happens before it and never happens again after it. You can and tell it, where Stu's priorities are. This part of the game was horrible. I loved it. No, but you did where you have one of those. I know big what you're talking about. Heavies. I agree. It was a very effective part of the game. Very clever. And it's like every time you sort of like and where he was, it's just the mannequins there instead. I thought that was very, very yeah. clever. Oh yeah, I know where you are, yeah. I thought that was kinda cool and it was just one little scene and you know, it was just Yeah, and it never yeah. happens again. You're like, yeah. Yeah, it's just stood out. That is a good part of the game. A bit trippy. Very trippy it was. So, yeah, overall, I, I really applaud what they tried to do, you know. And, and again, you know, I've heard people complain about this game and, like, you know. And, and don't get me wrong, the, the mechanics do jar with the story and it is difficult to get that f- full feeling of impact. And in certain areas, I think they succeeded. And in others, I don't think they succeeded quite as well. That's but I thought cool. the very, the other ending, the other ending, because you don't get an epilogue with the ending I did, the first one. There was no epilogue or anything. But the second one, I thought that was really quite cool. And it was a bit of a... It, re, it reminded me a bit of Red Dead Redemption, it did. The, yeah. the other ending that I got. Uh, which okay. I don't know whether that coincides with you two, but it, it definitely did. Yeah. It had that about it. Yeah. It's very cool. Yeah, but um, you could survive in this one. All right, well, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't oh. make it. Le-hoo. I didn't make it. 
So that would have been another ending, I'm guessing, had I survived. Yep. Oh, well, I didn't do that. I must admit, I did not survive. Yeah. Uh, nothing else. You just go in the Jeep and you're like, well... Oh, I know. I, know. I, I went back and did it to the shit point where I, could, I didn't know you could. And then I did, and I was like, whoa, whatever, dude. Oh, my mind is blown. Yeah, Actually, there's good. two ways to survive. Yeah. I don't know. But it was good. I thought, it yeah, was good. It was good. No stupid boss fight, which I quite appreciate. I don't, I, I've really gone off boss fights these days at the end of games, and I thought he did a good job at it. Especially if, if it's going for, like, you're fighting people in the desert, and it's like you're fighting U.S. soldiers or you're fighting, you know, insurgents or whatever it is. If suddenly there's a dude who's 20 feet tall and he's got, like, super armor on, you're like, what is this? Makes no sense. Yeah. Give me a break, man. But they had some. I thought some of the firefights felt great. You know, you really felt like you were in a firefight, especially when the sand came and all you could see were the flashes of muzzles and stuff. I thought that was yeah. very, very cool. So yeah, overall, I really enjoyed the game. You know, I, I thought it was a great romp. Really, you know, it wasn't too long. It felt just about right lengthwise. Uh, yeah, it was good, good romp. And then the only other good thing romp. It was a good romp with some thought-provoking moments. That's yeah. And the, other, the only other thing, I played the Sleeping Dogs demo. I played that this week. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, because he's sleeping. Yeah, I got it. It's good. I get it. I thought it was okay. I thought it was okay. I'll, I'll reserve judgment until I play the full game. But I've, what they gave you in the demo was quite good. You know, gave you a couple of missions. No driving. It would have been interesting to do a bit of driving and see how that works. Uh, but I like I like this. Sleeping dogs demo, no driving. Let's go no driving. fuck yourself. Yeah, but I like play the... a demo with no driving in it. Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> um, but I... but I did like I did like the fighting mechanics. I li- it, it definitely punishes you if you don't really keep on your toes all the time. It has you've got a counter attack. You know that seems to be the biggest thing. If you don't do the counters, you're gonna get owned big time. Uh, but yeah, it's good. It's good. I had no problems with it. I'm, I'm looking forward to playing it. I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to this now. So hopefully that'll come as opposed to Darksiders 2, but I'll be happy to play either. So we'll see what comes next week. And I'll get yeah. up. Yeah. Uh, and that's about it for me this week. So, Chinny, over to you. What have you been up to? Uh, uh, right. Brilliant. Uh, video games. Okay. Sniper Elite V2. Still. Yep. Finished it. And did you enjoy it? It was all right. Did you finish that fully in co-op? You were playing that, yes, but... I did, yeah. I played the whole game in co-op. Each mission takes around about 20 minutes. Go how, figure. How uh, and there's about there? there's 10 missions. So, wow. I mean, if you can work out the math, which is obviously amazingly difficult, uh, <laughs> you'll realise that this it, it's about this many long. And... <laughs> oh, you can't see. Anyway, uh, so I, I played it, and it. It is fun in co-op. I enjoy it. It's a budget game still, um, but I, I liked it. I think it was okay. And there's there's other modes as well, like Overwatch mode, where if there's two of you, one snipes, one spots, and like the one that's spotting has to run and set plant bombs, and the other guy has to cover him. That's fun. Um, the X-ray slow mo stuff is cool. Uh, it's just a fun game. It is fun. I I applaud I I encourage people to try it out. Suppose people hate sniping, would it still be a fun game? Yes, I think you'd like oh. it. Are you serious? Yeah. How can it be fun if you don't like sniping? Because this makes it fun. Because it makes you <laughs> okay. less. I mean, I like sniping well stuff. enough, so I. Yeah. I'll, get, I'll give you. T- I'll, I'll, I'll answer the. 
I know why you don't like sniping. Because usually well, you're trying I don't to have the patience for it. Usually you're trying to snipe uh, real people, yeah, right? Yeah. Which is much di- more difficult. Right. In this game, you're sniping idiots. They're all just idiots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. That sounds like my kind of game. And I'll walk around here very slowly in the an- open. Another thing, Duke Lock. Duke's a very peaceful man, right? But he does love the visceral, aggressive impact gratification of a bullet right. going into someone's skull. Um, yeah. And you do, you definitely get that. So, awesome. uh, Duke, it's not very long. Um, really it's, not very long. It's uh, pretty easy. Yeah, pretty easy. And very satisfying. So I think you, yeah. uh, you, there are moments where you have to kind of plan a little bit or you set up some trip mines and, and, and the, the machine guns are terrible. They're absolutely awful. Um, using them or getting hit by them? Using them. Because uh, yeah. it's because you're meant to be using your sniper rifle, but there are moments when you got to use them. So yeah, that happened. Uh, I finished Halo Combat Evolved Anniversary. Ah, right, okay. Oh uh, yeah. Finished this that. This is the redux of Halo One. Yes, I was looking forward to playing the end because the ending of Halo is probably one of the best endings a in a video ending. game ever. Um, so I was really looking forward to playing the ending again. Um, and yes. It's still very good. There are moments, there's, a, there's a level called the library in Halo, and it's so long. Oh my god, I yeah. never realized. And, and all, as you said on the uh, what you call it, the overseas connection, uh, freaking all the the hallways look exactly the same. They're all the same. Like you're going through the same thing all the time. Yeah. But I, I mean, that was the, the point where I was like, wow, I must have been. A little bit more patient about these things when I was younger, but yes, the ending is still fun. We don't know no better. We don't know any better. That's right. The ending is so great. I love it, and yeah. I almost I finished the game on legendary. I almost um, there's an achievement on the achievements are really good in in Halo Anniversary because they do this with a lot of Halo games. So they give you an achievement for finishing the mission. Right, so well done, you finished the mission. But they always say they always give you one achievement for doing something specific, um, or Pacific if you're from that end, uh, in the mission, like something silly, like um, you know, kill these three guys in ten seconds, or uh, steal this banshee before the the covenant get to it. So they, in Halo Wars, they did the same thing. So you know, in this mission, you do this. So I really like that. And there's one mission at the very last level where you've got to finish it on Legendary. And the last level is basically you've got a timer and you have to have a minute left by the time you get to the end. And I I did it. Me and Ben did it with 59 seconds on the clock left. So we only only missed it by a second. Um, And it was very late. It was very late when we finished it. So I was like, I need to go to bed. I'm not doing that again. But you really but, wanted to. Still, yeah, it's still very good. I will one day. Um, well, can I can I ask because you said on the overseas that you've been playing it more in old style. Yes. Did you, did you do the ending old style or did you did. go to new? I did. I went. You see, went, why do you just play the original game then? Why? What's the point? Because you don't get achievements in the original game. Is that it's the uh, Xbox and, game? Wow. Is that and the only? Hold on. <laughs> no. No. Wow. No online co-op. Oh, I guess yeah. The original one was just single player, wasn't no it? No online co-op. Oh, I'll but give you that. Was, I, yeah, I, I'm not saying I play through the old version of it all the way through. What I would do is play through the old version most of the time, look at something and go, oh, I wonder what this looks like now. Press back and go, <laughs> that looks very messy. 
Let's go back to simple <laughs> graphics. Brilliant. Uh, you know, that's why I thought I was listening to you talk about it. I was like, why is he still playing like in old style? Cause because what's the, what's it's so bench? messy and it's not, not familiar. And I want to be like, I remember this bit. I remember that when you go into the new view, yes, I mean, the graphics are great, like really good. Um, and it's better lit. Oh, my God. There are so many moments in Halo 1 when it's too dark. You cannot see anything. And you press back, and I can see everything. So, for practical reasons, sometimes I just switch it on because I wanted to kill stuff. Right. Because they just do so much a, a, a much better job of just lighting the whole place. But uh, when you go, when you play in the new view, it's not very familiar to you. You, you. you don't. I don't get a sense of nostalgia when I play in the old in the new view. Sorry. So I, I just look at it now and again and go, "Oh, that's cool. That's that's really different." Um, and then I go back because it's nice to go back. You go, oh, that looks much better. It's got to go back. And it's, yeah, familiar. And familiar. it's familiar. And it's all plain and simple. There's no mad kind of patterns on the wall for no fucking reason. There's just plain walls. And uh, it's very just easy to go and get. I, I knew pretty much the whole game. I remembered the whole game. I, I thought I'd forget some bits, but I, I was like, yep, I know what happens here, what happens here. Uh, and it's been, what, eight, seven years since I played it. So that's the mark of a, of a great game. Um, yeah. Speaking of Halo... Or at least one you've played a lot. Yes. Be, be, no, I only played it once and that was it. Um, <laughs> I've been on a bit of a Halo binge. All right. Woo! Halo binge. Halo binge. That's the new Halo game coming after Halo 4. <laughs> Halo binge. I'm Master Chef. I'm going binge drinking. So what I've played, a friend of mine who I work with, um, he uh, he doesn't play very many new games. All he plays is Call of Duty, um, FIFA. Uh, but he likes some good games. He was very excited that Broken Sword has been like been kickstarters and everything. Uh, what else does he play? Football Manager and Snooker. Sometimes with me. And I told, and he, he said to me, "Are there any games like Command and Conquer? Remember? Command oh and yeah." And I said, "Yes, yes, there is." Um, the best one you're going to get on the Xbox is Halo Wars. And he went, okay, he, he doesn't really like Halo. He's, he's, he's played it a little bit. He didn't really like it. And I, I said, try Halo Wars. So I lent him Halo Wars, and he went, you know what, I'm going to buy this. It was only £10 to buy. So he, so he bought the game, and we've been playing that together. And he's already better than me at it. Like, I've been playing <laughs> it for a few years, and he's already better than me at it. He's That's very good at it. But... I mean, he kept on beating me, kept on beating me, and he stopped being fun after a while. You know what I mean? He was just like, well, this isn't fun. So we played co-op. Right. That's a lot That's a lot more fun. Um, and it, Halo Wars is so good. I forgot how good it is. It's so much fun. Uh, he, 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 I can actually beat people online. I've never bet anyone online. They, they just dominate me. But Matt has been teaching me. It's weird because he's only been playing it like two weeks. How to, uh, I suppose I never really tried that hard. How to, how to win and he's he's very good at kind of resource management and what to do next and he's he, he you know he's very business minded Matt so he knows exactly like this kind of overall structure of like spinning plates I suppose is uh, comes natural to him and uh, yeah it's, it's good and uh, and I know that Murphy's Law Greg plays it sometimes so it'd be good to get me Matt and Greg in a game against somebody online because Greg's very good so uh, yeah that'd be good I, I love it I love Halo Wars I've got back into it again that's, You're oh yeah, a Halo finished, fanboy. I finished Driver as well. All right, okay. Yay. So that ends. Man, they best renamed that shit to Galo. Gets a bit weird towards the end, Driver, but uh, 
You know, I haven't actually. What you mean? Just a minute, just a minute, just a minute, just a minute. What are you trying to say? It's not weird at the beginning. It's one thing to be <laughs> shifting between people's minds while you're yeah. in a coma. Yeah, that's not weird. Then, then, then it gets weird. I'm sorry, Stu. This doesn't have any sparkle power in it. <laughs> yeah, you're one to come. I, uh, touche. I asked for that, I suppose. So, um, you're in a coma and you got to solve the crimes to get out of the coma. Average game plot, right? Anyone? No. <laughs> so, Every day. Yeah, so many. Oh, not another just, coma. Yeah. So, what happens comas. in the game, though, is like halfway through. I mean, no one cares about the story in this, so I'm just going to spoil it. I right. do. No, you don't. Wait. No, you don't. No one does. Warning. 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 If you haven't played the game Driver yet, I, I encourage you to listen to it. Not Driver, but Driver San Francisco. Driver San Francisco. So you're in yeah. a coma, and then at some point, like halfway through the, the game, he wakes up from the coma. He's like, oh, snap, I'm in a coma. Right, and then he, he, then he goes back in the coma. I was like, this man's in and out of comas all the while. And then he wakes up again, and it turns out he's, the TV's just been on, and he's just been listening to that. You know, sometimes you fall asleep, and the TV's on, and the TV enters your dreams. And then he's like, I've got to finish this. And then he lies on the bed, and I was like, what? Does he, you put yourself in a coma what, now? He goes back into the coma. <laughs> That's just how it works. <laughs> That's just how it works. Brilliant. So was it at that point? Was he just dreaming then? He went from coma to dreaming, and that worked just as well. <laughs> That's just brilliant. Sorry, I just went in the coma. I'll come back. Um, <laughs> so, Did you shift into other people while you? Were yeah, in yeah. The I, just, I just, I just parked the car over the road from there, struggling. Um, so what I did. Uh, the the kind of last boss is ridiculous, and then at the end, right, you're racing in real life, and you haven't got your shift powers, man. It's just real racing. There's no, and you get him, and that was it. And then the game was like finished, right? And then they give you like a free <laughs> roam at the end, right? I, I, to be fair, uh, the last kind of mission was quite like quite a spectacle. Um, there's a bomb That's that goes, trippy. there's a bomb that goes off, and all cars are flying everywhere. It's quite cool. But like the, the free roam, it doesn't go. I, I, you know, the, the game ends and then you can just play the free roam and finish off all your missions. I just love the fact that he can just knock himself into a car. They should have put a cutscene every time we start the game again, going right. Yeah. Let's get, we're gonna do this. Coma <laughs> power activate. <laughs> Coma go and uh, he's in. So that's that's fun. Uh, and that's it really. That's uh, that's all I've been playing. I played play, that that, play that count. That Counter-Strike thing as well. Wow. Yeah. Brap. I was doing alright in it. I was, I was doing alright in Counter-Strike. I wasn't, like, shit at it. I was just... Ech. It just wasn't ah, enough giant new giant stuff red scorpion help. Just not enough new stuff. Okay. Well, in that, in that case, we need to move on, I guess, to the indie pick for this week. Now, I must apologise, because I did send you the wrong name to begin with. Ah, <laughs> oh, jeez. I know. And then realised it wasn't called what I thought it was called. So. This guy's an idiot. This guy's an idiot. And there may be a there may be a game with that title. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> That'd be a pretty cool name for a game. That would have been. Uh, but yeah, let's do it. Indie <laughs> game review. Hello, friends. Vlados here. Do me a favor, would you? Take a second to remember this moment. Look around wherever you are and take in your surroundings. Make some mental notes about where you are, what time of day, what day of the week, and so on. You'll want to remember this moment, because believe it or not, we have a really superb indie game for you this week. 
Stu usually serves us up some stinking crap, but once in a while he finds a true gem. And that's what he's found this week. The game is called Curse Loot, and it's only 80 points. If you don't mind very simple graphics, you're in for a superb game with lots of depth for only $1, less than a quid. Curse Loot is a very simple roguelike dungeon crawler, but it's got a very nice loot system, with vendors along the way, identify scrolls, different types of weapons, precious gems, potions, rings, and more. As you go through the dungeon, you'll level up and gain points which you can assign to four trades, strength, dexterity, and so on. It's very important that you read the help files before you start to play. I just jumped in without really knowing what was going on, and at first it felt like a stupid, simplistic brawler. But it's pretty deep, so long as you know what you're doing. Press the back button for inventory. That's something the game doesn't tell you. And remember to level up when you have enough XP. The combat is very simple, but there are some tactics involved. For example, when you enter a room, you'll sometimes face three enemies at once. Take a step back and they can only fit through the doorway one at a time. It's all real time, so it's not exactly like the turn-based rogue games of yesteryear. But it's extremely engrossing and hard to put down. Also there are some cool surprises in minigames along the way. Curse Loot is 80 Microsoft points on Xbox Indie Games. Go get it, and tell them Stu sent you. They'll be glad to hear his name, and for once it won't be attached to an email demanding someone's money back. Vlad <laughs> us out like a Girl Scout with the gout. <laughs> Great. Oh, wow. Um, I don't think I've ever met a Girl Scout with gout. I haven't, no. I can't say I have. Yeah, now, baby. I think we need to come to you first, and you can and see what you thought. Then, <laughs> wow! Uh, I thought this game was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I was very, very impressed. <laughs> I couldn't believe it because at first I started playing, I was like, "Eh, this is kind of dumb." But then I got into it a little bit in the way that they should have let me know I was going to get into it. But they don't. They totally just dump you here, play. Yeah. Playing, you're like, eh, whatever, just hitting things. And I mean, at its essence, it is just walking around hitting things. So I don't want to oversell it, but in terms of games where you just walk around hitting things, it does pretty well. You got different weapons and, uh, you know, scrolls and armor and, yeah. The combat's stupid. I wish it were turn-based and I wish that the combat animation was a little better. Because it's just like, it looks like a windshield wiper. Like, it's just, <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> But I was fine with that. I was fine eh, with that. I'm not going to wet my pants over that. I got bigger things to complain about. But yeah. it was good. I was very happy. Yeah. Wow. Impressed. Impressed. I, I, I thought it was great. I really did. I haven't bought it, but I think I might do. Because I, I, you know, when I got to the end of the demo, I wanted to play more. And yeah. there's loads of cool, crazy stuff going on. And there's sometimes stuff you can't reverse because there was some scroll I got, which transported me to level four when I was on level one. I was like, oh, I don't want to be here. Oh, no, you didn't. I was like, oh, oh I want to go back. Where's the ladders? I wasn't expecting the mini games. That was pretty cool. There's one that's like a slot machine, and then there's one that's like video poker. And It's great. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of depth to it, like you said. And I like there you get a lot of game for 80 points. Let me tell you what. I like the way that it slowly reveals the levels as you walk nearer to stuff disappears and stuff mm. that you think is going to disappear doesn't disappear, and you think, oh, that's the edge. I know where I am now. 
And there's, there's so much stuff to pick up, isn't there? You're just getting stuff all the time. It's true. And then I had this really cool armor, and he wouldn't let me equip it because he said it was cur- I'd been cursed or something, and I couldn't equip any better armor at that time. <laughs> so I didn't know what how to get rid of that, but it's good. I liked it. I think it's a nice little dungeon crawler game with lots of depth and character to it. It's great. Really good. Ginny, what did you think? You see, here's the thing. <laughs> so I, I had the email on the 24th yeah, and yeah. thought, I'm going to play this in the game early. That's it. I'm going to do it. Yeah. Couldn't find it. No, because I gave you the wrong name. Yesterday I was out all day. Today I haven't had a chance. Missed it. Uh, you've missed a good one as well. So good. it looks like I've missed one of the very few good indie games. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. No figure. It's good. It's good. And we've got an even better one for next week. I'll uh, tell you what that uh, is later because it's linked uh, to some Twitters. I'm going to expect that that's not true. Yeah, I'm, I, I don't think you're going to like it all, dude. But, you know, it is what it is. It is, it what, is it what it is. is. So, yeah, it's cool. Um, first thing I'm going to start off with tonight, news-wise. Have you, have you heard of a game called The World End? Putting news first. Have you heard of a game, an RPG called The World Ends With You? Is that the DS one? Well, it was supposed to be, but it's not anymore. <gasps> yes. It's supposed to be, but it's not anymore. It's, it's now being released exclusively at the moment on iPad and iPhone. That's where they're putting this game, which is Start kind of off. a surprise. I thought it already uh, came out on the DS. Well, maybe it did. Maybe it did. I think it did. Maybe it did. I think I don't it know. came out in about, oh, April the 18th, 2009. Oh, did it? Oh, well, there you go. I've never, I've not played it, but I've heard good things about it, but I didn't realize. You have to play anyway. on the top screen and the bottom screen. There's two screens, and you play as two characters at the same time. Oh, that's cool. Boom! Knowledge Boom. dropped. Done. Thank there you very go. much. I'm here till Thursday. Anyway, here's the story, and it sounds sort of familiar. You know when I was reading the story? It's a fashion like... RPG. Yeah, it's this RPG set in this town. Japanese anyway. RPG? No. It's fashion? Says... No. On the iPad? No. Thanks he says, welcome to Shibuya. <laughs> Thanks for coming. A mishmash of attitudes and styles in the heart of Tokyo. A boy named Nico wakes up in a crowded intersection with no idea how he got there. As he fumbles with a pin he found in his hand, he realises that he can hear other people's thoughts. Hey, Nico, want to go bowling? Before he can make any sense of it, he receives a baffling text. Clear this mission or face erasure. <gasps> Suddenly, a countdown appears on the palm of his hand. The strange monsters, the noise, attack. In the confusion, he meets a girl named Shika who insists on teaming up, so begins their mad scramble as they fight off the noise and try to survive seven days in the Reaper's game. It does sound cool. Reapers, ooh, it's like Mass Effect. I don't know, but it does sound kind of cool. Now, what's not so cool, and I don't know how much this will either hurt or help, I don't know, I don't know what it will, but here's the price, here we go. If you buy it on the, and this I don't like, because they're charging different prices for different platforms. On the iPhone, it's $17.99. Or £12.99 on the iPhone. On the iPad, it's $19.99 in dollars. Damn. And $13.99 in pounds. So it's quite expensive for an yes. iPhone game. But then, I guess, cheaper cheaper than a, than a DS game. So it depends, I I depends how you look at it. I'm, I'm, I'm sort of interested in it because it does look cool. It does look cool. And, you know, it's got a nice art style to it. And it's Japanesey. And I'm, I'm not sure how the combat works. It depends on the combat. I'll have to read up a bit more on it. It depends on that for me, really. Because yeah. if, it, if it's that bloody turn-based sort of stuff, I, I guess I'll not be interested. But we'll guess see. not. But yes, looks good. I might keep an eye on that one. I might just keep a little eye on it and see how it goes. Weird. 
Don't like it. <laughs> Didn't like it in 2008. Don't like it now. Is that how long ago it came out on the DS? Twas. Wow. I didn't realise it was an old, old game. Old game is old. It's old. It's new now. It was old then. Nope. It's new now. Old. New now. Um, yes, Microsoft are releasing a massive multiplayer to XBLA for free. Yeah, is it like an adult-themed, lots-of-blood type multiplayer? No, it's called Happy Wars. Could be. It's called Happy Wars. <laughs> it might be ironic. Yeah, this real-time brawler offers cel-shaded action for... Brawler? Up to 30 players at a time. I've looked at an the An MMO brawler? Are you yeah, kidding me? Yeah, it's not really an MMO. Oh it's a, it only has 30 players anyway. 15 it looks like... 50. It looks like... Uh, Fat Princess is what it looks no, like. No, 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 no. What's that Fat game? Princess. You like it, Stu. Which I is, do. Which is insane. Jesus. What is it? Oh, it's like the GameCube game and the Wii game and it's on the DS and Millie lost her save and everything. Oh, What? Animal uh, Crossing. Horses? Animal Crossing. Yeah, it looks like that. It looks like Fat Princess. It looks like Whack Princess. Yeah, Whack Ooh. Princess. There you go. It just looks like people fighting each other on a big field. You know, and it looks, it looks like a, a lot of like me's from the Wii. Yeah, like... it does. It it looks a bit confusing to me. It looks like there's too much going on to focus on anything. I don't know. It, no, it looks like if you if you look at the trailer of Fat Princess, it looks a lot like that. Yeah, yeah, well, I looked at it, I watched the trailer, and I was like, nope. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I, I don't, don't know. Who the, who's the audience for this? I don't know. Kids? Teenagers? Kids, kids don't care. I think, I think younger kids might, like 12, 13-year-olds might like this, if not playing Call of Duty. <laughs> but yeah, I don't really know who it's aimed at. But it's free, isn't it? So we're all going to have a go, because we don't have to nope. pay for it. Of course we are. Come on. You're going to have a go for free. No, no I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not. That's that. <laughs> Live with it. Yeah. Um, hey, game, stupid game is stupid. Now, why would you waste time? Well, you gotta go. You'll have to go for free. Just I don't. Because it's wrong. Because it's time. Look, time is time expensive. Is yeah. Time is precious. Yeah, time is not free, man. Time. My time is precious. I play Fallout New Vegas for the third time. Okay. Fourth. Let's let's talk about an open world game on Xbox Live Arcade that you might be interested in then. Hmm. Because we, we have a game coming called State of Decay. Have you heard about this? No. Nope. No? Wow. Tell me about it now. Oh, I'm surprised that neither of you have heard of this. Um, Sorry. Yes, it was announced initially a year and a half ago. You love it, Stu. Uh, you love telling people. I, yeah, really, yeah. You love being the one who's like, ooh, I know things they don't know. Uh, anyway, there was a game announced called Class 3 originally. Um and then it's it sort of changed to State of Decay. It's coming to both Xbox, Xbox Live Arcade and PC. And it's basically going to be a third-person action game set in an open world with zombies. So the, this is sort of Daisy. Again with zombies. Daisy for Xbox Live Arcade, I guess, before Daisy comes to consoles. Yeah, but it's not going to be as cool, is it? I don't know. I think it's going to be interesting. So basically, you're going to have a home base which you can fortify, and you've got to go and raid for food and ammunition and rescue other playable survivors with unique talents. It's open sandbox world. Uh, everything develops in real time, shaped by your actions, dynamically generating content based on your choices and ever increasing zombie threat. Uh, much of the game will be about gathering limited resources that will grow increasingly sparse as you pillage the world. So I guess it's got a bit of Minecraft about it as well. So. It looks so is good. It multiplayer or is it just? Yeah, I, I believe it's co-op. Yeah, I believe it'll be co-op. So it, huh. it this looks like a possible win-win to me. It looks cool. 
So yeah, I'm I'm looking yeah. forward to this. It looks good. I it think I did hear about this, and everyone was like, "Oh, you copy and DZ? How dare you?" This was there was being there was being developed at the same time. Yeah. Well, this was yeah. being developed before Daisy was even made. This Dude, is- they're crawling on your truck. Oh. I am so bored of zombies. I'm sorry. Yeah, but they've, they've sort of come back into vogue again, haven't they? Because there was everything else. Well, among a lot of people, and if people like them, more power to them. I'm just personally bored with them. It does look good, though. I don't think anybody logs zombies, yeah. dude. <laughs> I'm offended by Hey, zombies. look. Hundreds of zombies. Look, everyone <laughs> come on in. Please, come on. We'll have a party. <laughs> but yes, this looks good. So I'm, I'm looking forward to this. Uh, I can't see anywhere that it does say that it's multiplayer, but I'm guessing it's got to be, really. If it's going to succeed, you need that. Which is State of Decay. Yeah. Is there any trailers or anything? There is a trailer on the link in the show notes, if you want to have a look at it. Well, is there a trailer where somewhere I look? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It looks good. I was typing then, and I put State of Trailer. Maybe that's a game. (laughs) That's the problem. Uh, But yeah, it it looks okay, but it depends whether it's going to be more... You, as you collect survivors, you can switch characters to them, but there isn't any multiplayer. I'd love there to be. This has got to be multiplayer, I think. Otherwise, it multiplayer. I hope it is. I hope it is. So yeah, that's looking good. So keep your eyes peeled for that when it comes because it might right. be Start of the K trailer. I'm watching it now. It looks kind of interesting. It does. When you switch his box, oh, it's another. <laughs> um, yeah, let's let's go to some important news. Important stuff now. Important stuff. Uh, Hello, good evening, and welcome to the middle of the film. Dinosaur 2 is out now. Sorry. Curiosity has been delayed and renamed at the same time. So, Mm. yeah, issues for Mr. Molyneux and his app. Okay. Oh, is this the stupid box thing? Well, it's now called Curiosity What's in the Cube. So they've had to put a because him and I hate this game. I don't understand (laughs) right the reason they had to change the name because they were saying the reason they changed the name is because there's this rover on Mars called Curiosity. Is that? Yeah, really. But it's not exactly the same thing. I don't think anyone's going. It's not the same thing, but that's not the point. No, it's if you Google it, what comes up? That's the problem. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So, anyways, you know know that Curiosity rover thing. Yeah, I heard about that. That's they ever sent one to Earth. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, I've actually watched a live demo of this being played, so I know how it works. Of curiosity, I mean, yes, the game. I've seen the game in motion. I've seen seen Mars. No, I've seen how it looks. So what is it? Totally stupid or just mostly stupid? No, it actually looks. Whoa, come on, Stu. It looks okay. Are you serious? And basically, okay. basically, it was kind of interesting though because he showed this giant cube on a running on the iPad. No, no, he had it running on the iPad. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So he said you can basically zoom in until you get to a level where you can see the individual pixels or the individual cubes of the For giant. Oh cube. boy, individual cube! And then you start removing them. Now what they've done, they have sort of made it more than just hit it. So every time you hit a cube, it plays a musical note, and they also oh, play a sort of random tune every time you hit. I would it. be bored if I was just hitting it and made no sound. Or made out. But what was cool? <laughs> but if it's going, so he said, look, look, look. So, so the sort of hit maybe about twenty cubes. So sort of, t- and it's a different color underneath. So you can see where there's bits. Of- <laughs> oh, thank God! But, but when they zoom back out again, you could not see the little bit they've been hitting because the ten cubes on the face of this massive cube was literally nothing. It was literally nothing. So that's, is that a selling point? I don't understand. 
What I, I, think, people, I, I think people are going to do this until they get to the... Of village. course people are going to do this, because people are idiots. Yeah. <laughs> well, Some people, people are. are idiots. A lot of people will be doing this. You know, and I think as as more of the cube guys, it's like in in essence, it's like a giant uh, past the parcel. I guess is the best way of describing it, because <laughs> you're basically taking off layers of the cube until you get to the middle. Now, interestingly, he said because people were sort of saying about um, the fifty thousand pounds for the best pickaxe and sort of saying, you know, if that was in the middle, it wouldn't be life changing or whatever. And Peter Molyneux's response was this, right? He said. Do you think $50,000 is life-changing? I don't. I don't think many lottery tickets would be sold if it was just a $50,000 prize. What I mean is life-changing. I mean life-changing. So what the hell is supposedly going to be in the middle of this thing? Something really stupid. If it's better than $50,000. You know, I, I, it's not going to be better than $50,000. When has Peter Molyneux ever delivered on a promise? Can you answer that question? I mean, no. what the hell is he going to give to people that's going to be so life-changing? He's better than $50,000. And also, his pants. what are the other seven... An interview <laughs> with Peter Molyneux. Yeah, a night with Peter. Um, what are the other seven like, experiments going to be? Because this is the first of eight experiments he's doing with 22 cans, isn't it? That was the whole point. So this is the first of, of, of you know, eight other things. I want to get a job there because... I reckon that I'll just say some weird shit in the job interview. All right. <laughs> He'd be like, I like you. You're hired. You're perfect. All right. <laughs> and then I'd just walk around going, do this, do that, do that. What's your job? I have no idea. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't have a job. I don't have a job. I just say things and then I put bananas in glasses and hand it to Peter Molyneux. I have no idea what I'm doing. That's it. That's this is well. a 40 grand a year job. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that'll be the, the prize, a, li- a job with Peter Molyneux. That'd be life-changing. Moving on. Okay. Dead Space 3 uh, has had a, a sort of co-op demo, if you will. So people have been having a play of this in co-op, and, and it's mm-hmm. got a pretty lukewarm reception so far. Yep. People, people are saying it's very generic. It's very sort of corridor shooter-ish. It's very action-y, and all the horror is pretty much gone. Do you think it's going to be... Dead on arrival. Oh, I like what you did there. No, I don't. I, I just... Neither do I'm, I. I'm worried. I'm worried about this game. I'm worried because mm. I like the Dead Space series. And I think... I don't know what... They're, they're so obsessed with this get-the-mass audience. It's and, EA, mate. It's EA. They go, all right, make this uh, shit co-op. Co-op sell. Make it go. We'll make a great new IP and then we'll kill it. It's that, <laughs> it's that big manager guy that thinks Army of Two is a success. He's like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's, that's a co-op game. That's a great game. Yeah. Is it, uh, what's his name? Freddie Wong, the guy on YouTube. Yep. Freddie Wong. He's, he's done his own new trailer for Army of Two, the new one. He's, uh, he's kind of good. He was, oh, yeah, of course, because he's good at what he does. Yeah. And he's in bed with EA. I don't know, but he was good. It was he's, good. Made, he's made a few. He made a few videos for, for Battlefield. Um, he made a video revealing the Battlefield 4 beta. Um, and yeah, he's done a video for so EA kind of pay them to do like a cool video, which everybody yeah. loves. Yeah, it did look good. I was pretty impressed. Um, we have got some Sony news this week. Sony news. Uh, we've got some some stupid news and some quite sad news, really. I guess. Uh, the stupid news is that there's rumours abound that the PlayStation Four will support 
4K resolution. Oh. My. Support what? 4K resolution. What does that mean? So Ultra got, HD. It's basically the size of what you capture. So, you know, the, it's the resolution. How many pixels are in there? You got 720 by 5, uh, 576, 5, something okay. like that. And then you got, you know, 920x1080p. And then 2K, and then 4K, and all the films are like kind of uh, IMAX is 4K basically. When when something's filmed okay. in uh, an IMAX, like some of the Batman scenes, it's filmed in 4K resolution, which is huge. I see. So it's basically 3840 times 2160. So that's what it is. 4K it's... will be the next thing that will get to sell. To you know, there's always something to sell TVs. Like the interesting thing about that is, hey, shut up. This is interesting, right? Um, <laughs> you know they sell they, they tried to sell 3d with tvs and no one cared the next the next thing will be 4k they how are we gonna get everyone to buy all their movies again yep 4k but this is ridiculous this, this is not going to be any good for games whatsoever because even the latest high-spec pcs would struggle to run at this resolution at 60 frames a second let alone 30 this this thing would it would be chugging along. It, it's it's such a high resolution that it would take so much power to do that. That this will be purely for movies, I would imagine. And you know the next. No one means to have all that power. Been a while. It's certainly not going to be a PlayStation Four running at this resolution in games anyway, because barely any of their games run it at 1080p, let alone 4K. You know, it's never going to be. They do run at 4K. They'll be super stretched and they'll stretch them. Because most games are at 720, really. And the, yeah. the 1080p stretched out. Yeah. Um, so, if, it does, if it's 4K, then it will be stretched. So Yeah, yeah I can't see this happening. But, yeah, I, Chini is right. This is sort of 3D didn't, 3D didn't quite work. So, this is going to be the TV seller. The, the next future. TV push, basically, yeah. Yeah, because they have to find something else. But the other problem with this, on, on TVs, I guess, is that how many films will be filmed in 4K anyway? So, you well, can, yeah, it's um, it's the big thing. Like, there's a, they're, they're always divided. There's directors that film in 3D, and then there's directors that film in um, IMAX, and there's always like a big divide. Uh, but I think I think IMAX is gonna do all right. Or the well, four- would you like, like? I mean, to put this into perspective, how how much would you really be able to tell? You know, with the naked eye. You know, when you look at a, a 1080p picture now, it's pretty good. You know, yeah, well. Pretty sharp. Have you been to an IMAX theatre? I haven't. No. But I haven't got a 50 million square feet screen in my living room either. Have you not? No. Oh, I thought you... You go on You go on three holidays a month, so uh, I thought you would have had one of those. No. Um, the, the the opening scene in Batman The Dark Knight. Not the... Not the... Oh, brr, 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 that one. <laughs> the other one where it goes... Not the one with Brian Babonda. How I got these scars. And that one, that one. All right. The opening That's not the opening scene. No, I'm just saying it's just that bad. Oh, from that movie, I got you. God. You know, he always has to argue. Video game? Right. Sorry, go ahead, go ahead. The opening scene with the bank. Wait, who's Batman? (laughs) Don't know. Uh, With the bank and, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that. We watched that that this weekend, actually. That's all filmed in IMAX. That's Uh, the whole thing's filmed in IMAX. Um, The the IMAX, the problem with filming in IMAX, there's, there's a lot of problems. First of all, they're so big. The, the cameras, that there's not many rigs that uh, can hold them. And in fact, that, that scene, you know that scene on the roof 
of where they they zip line across and then they land and he's doing some stuff to the box. The the, the IMAX camera actually fell over and broke on that scene. Really? Yeah. Um, also, they're so loud. They're very loud cameras. Um, so every audio that gets filmed uh, has to get redubbed. Wow. So you won't be getting that many. You know, it's technology. As time goes on, they'll get they'll get smaller and they'll get better. Uh, and then you'll see a lot more directors swinging towards those types of cameras because they are very nice in an IMAX theatre. And then you get TVs that support it. So it's, I reckon it's a bit of a 10-year plan with the IMAX uh, and the 4K resolutions. So it's not there's not there's not going to be a, a, no immediate rush for it. No, I I just I like the idea that they're including it, but who really cares? Does it really harm it? It's a, it's a future plan thing. Like you know, PlayStation are very good at kind of preparing for the future. You know, they got a DVD player in the PS2 when DVDs wasn't really taking off yet. They got a Blu-ray player, and yes, I mean that's only short-lived. But you know, they they always try and think ahead, and I think they're just thinking ahead. That's all. Yeah, that's cool. Anyway, we have got some very very sad Sony news as well. Uh, very sad Sony. PlayStation's finished. Sony, come on now. Sony has closed one of the oldest video game developers in the world. Yeah, yeah really? Yeah. One? Sony Liverpool, uh, which is not very far from where I live. A studio with one of the longest and proudest track records in video game history has been closed. While this is sad news, the best of times, uh, what makes this particularly devastating for the British industry and older games is the fact that Sony Liverpool, once known as Psygnosis, uh, which I remember from the Amiga days, uh, have been around for almost 30 years and are responsible for publishing the original Lemmings, uh, oh. the Wipeout series. You know, I think it's really sad that they've closed these down. Uh, this is a statement uh, that they made. As part of SCE Worldwide Studios, we do regular reviews to ensure that the resources we have can create and produce high-quality, innovative, and commercially viable projects in an increasingly competitive marketplace. As one of these processes, we have reviewed and assessed all current and planned projects for the short and medium term and have decided to make some changes to our European studios. It has been decided that Liverpool Studio will be closed. Liverpool Studio has been an important part of SCE Worldwide Studio since the outset of PlayStation and have contributed greatly to PlayStation over the years. Everyone connected with Liverpool Studio, past and present, can be very proud of their achievements. However, it was felt that by focusing on our investment plans on other studios that are currently working on exciting new projects, we will be a stronger position to offer the best possible content for our consumers. Our Liverpool facility will continue to operate housing a number of other vital WWSE and SCE departments. They should not take anything away from the great work WWS are doing and the incredible games and services that we have made and continue to make both for this coming year and further into the future. So there you go. So it's kind of sad. So, yeah. I mean, what do you think, Chinny? Uh, it just seems to be one of those things well, these days. People isn't it? losing jobs is never never a good thing, but um, it happens. I think, it's, I think it's particularly sad for me that, you know, one of the studios with such a long history has closed, and I think that's what makes I just get, you know, it bothers me because it's a British, you know, I, I don't, you know, you, you want to see Britain doing well in the old games development and we haven't really been doing that well uh no and we keep I, I think a lot of it came because there was obviously that offer of a tax break wasn't there yeah and, that's and gone. then and then that got withdrawn and i think a lot of developers then went no oh, well you scotland, know it's, it's scotland if anywhere uh the further yeah. north you go in england uh the the lazier the laws get i believe 
is what I've been told. <laughs> the lazier the yeah, the, the, the more lax they are. Um, but, you know, Rocksteady are in London, and they make the Batman yeah. games, so there are some, uh, but it's difficult. I think that to be a game developer in Britain here, it's very tough. And I think you just get it's just getting tougher all the time, isn't it? You know, and you got Rockstar Leeds though. Yeah, true. They're Leeds. Come on, Rockstar. Yeah, Rockstar Leeds. I sleep outside every day. Is that what we've got left to look forward to? Is it? Well, all they make is like the portable GTA games, like Chinatown Wars and whatever. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, that's all they do. I guess we'll have to wait and see what comes of this, but I guess they're gone for pretty much... Well, you, we can't wait and say they're gone. They're done. Yeah, yeah, Game over, man. Of, Game over. Sort of gone. But yeah, I remember them being on the on the ZX Spectrum back in the day. What have uh, they done recently? I guess Wipeout, I guess, is the only thing they've done. Really oh, recently. yeah, they, they are British, aren't they? The people that do Wipeout. Yeah. Uh, they did Shadow of the Beast. I'm just having a look what Psygnosis did. Shadow of the Beast back in the day. Uh, what have we done? 3D Lemmings, Lemmings Winterland, uh, The Adventures of Lomax. I'm trying to look if there's anything that really stands out, uh, apart from the Wipeout. Because they did a lot of stuff. That, that'll, answer, that'll answer why Lemmings is only on the PSN and not the Xbox. Ah, uh, maybe. Mm. Maybe. But they did all the Wipeout, Wipeout 64, Wipeout 3, Wipeout 3 Special Edition, Zombieville. Yeah, sort of, never even heard of that. Yeah, it sort of rings a bell. I don't think it was very good. Uh, they did all the original Formula One, Formula One, Formula One, 97, 98, 99, ah, I remember those. Yeah, they did all of those. Mm. Uh, what else? Yeah, they, did a, they did a lot of stuff. They did a lot of stuff. So it is, I guess it's very sad that they've gone. I like Lemmings. I remember playing that for ages. It was good. I played it on the Amiga a lot. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, it's a great game, Lemmings, wasn't it? So, yes, it's very sad. Shadow of the Beast, Shadow of the Beast 2, Shadow of the Beast 3, they did also. Never heard of Shadow of the Beast. Yeah, I, I remember that. Mm. That's the uh, one where there's a beast in the shadow. <laughs> yeah, and there was a shadow. Yeah, I remember that. And a beast. Uh, but, yeah, that, the, you know, the guy I was talking about who was developing an iOS game, he used to work for them. That's uh-huh. who he worked for as well, so there you go. But before yeah, any yeah. of this happened. Well, he got it at the right time. Well, it seems he yeah, did. Yeah, really. Seems it did. Right, what I want to finish off with before we go to emails, etc. Um, is yeah, there's been there's been a news story surrounding Halo Four this week. Oh, um, because there's been some concerns about the campaign size apparently. Uh, because there's only going to be eight chapters, I think it is. Oh my what god! Why is that such a problem? Eight chapters. That's ridiculous. Uh, eight missions. Ridiculous com- compared to Halo 3's fifteen. Uh, but, I even but, bothered playing. But Ridiculous. I'm amazed that they feel they have to defend all of this and go, know, right? Well, you know, number of missions has no bearing, and we're going to have loads of DLC, so you'll be Some fine. Who have never played doesn't it game. matter how long each mission is? It, well, yeah. first of all, people who have never played the game are moaning. Second of all, they're providing campaign DLC for free for weeks on well, end. Um, like, like episodic kind of releasing the 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 campaigns and stuff. So I'm sure they've already got them some of them lined up. Yeah, and, and it's, it's going to be ten ten free episodes, isn't it? It's completely free. So yeah. just they can all show up there. And then yeah, and who's to say that these eight missions are just longer? What about that? Yeah, I just think I was I wanted to talk about this in a bit more depth. Actually, you know how. I mean, if you had to say, if I said to you what is what would be the perfect length 
of a well, I played Halo recently, and it was too long. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say Halo what, One what was too long. Halo Three is pretty long. So uh, how long? How long did that take you then? Halo One. Yeah. I tell you what, I got Raptor. So let's have a look. While you're doing that, here's what people need to say if they feel like criticizing Halo 4. Shut your festering gob, you tit! Your type makes me puke! You vacuous, toppy-nosed, malodorous pervert! Brilliant. And that'll satisfy that person who wrote in saying I should do different... Uh, Monty Python. Monty Python sketches as well. Go. So, Jude, what do you... While Chini's looking, what do you, what do you think is the right left? As we've said many times before on this show... It's not a question of how long a game is in some objective sense. It matters how awesome the experience is. I think there's definitely something to be said for producing shorter games that cost less but are of higher quality. But then how do you justify the high price tag? And that's where the... I just said lower cost. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. But that's never going to happen, is it? Well, because not games that are always going to be... Well, they're always going to be $60. Cause While I'm looking this up, think about buying the Snot Burglar. This but, podcast um, is brought to you right there. by the Snot Burglar. Publishers yeah. don't want to sell games less than $60. I think it's changing. You know, I do think there's more of those types of games coming on Xbox Live Arcade and PSN, but... Yeah, 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 blah, blah, blah. Halo 1 uh, was 12 hours. Yeah, yeah. I, You know, I'm happy at around 8, 9 hours is probably a nice size for me. Yep. But then Half-Life 2 took me probably about 14, 15 hours, so that's... Oh, you're a big noob. That's the only problem with that. <laughs> but, and I would agree, there are some sections of that game, including the water uh, boat section, that are a bit overlong, and there are some bits that could be tied up. But I enjoyed all the... I think it also, for me, it depends on variety, I guess it comes down to. Variety. Variety. Because if yeah. if it's a repetitive game where you're doing the same thing down loads of corridors and it just feels the same all the way through, then you do get bored. If it's 15 hours of different levels with different locations and you feel like you're on a journey you know and i I suppose to a certain extent spec ops aligned in that you know even though it was all set in the same city it it had enough variety to keep you interested all the way through the game and and i think that probably only took me about six seven maybe eight hours i don't think it was much longer than that Uh, but it was good you know and i I think that's what it's more for me i don't think length matters it's what the content is like you said you know i always say length doesn't matter mate yeah, it's about the uh, yeah about the content. Um, so yeah, so so mine would be about it. What about you, Duke? What's your what's your happy medium for a length of a campaign? Would you say? Here's what I think. Now, you three gentlemen, I'm gonna be in the sack. What the hell are you doing under that table? We dropped our pencil. Yeah, pencil droppers, eh? No, 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 no. Right now, I want your opinion of my idea. You. Ooh. Anyway, um, it wasn't at the part I thought it was going to be at. Uh, what, what, an average length? No, good length. It depends on what kind of game. Skyrim, I wanted it to keep going for more than 100 hours. Uh, Spec Ops, I was done with it at 10. So, I don't know. I mean, look, if it's open world, it shouldn't have an ending. It should just go on forever. And if it's a regular first-person shooter, eh, 10 hours is a good length. Yeah, I mean, Bioshock was a pretty long game, wasn't it, that? That was a fairly uh, hefty length. And the other problem with length of games is uh, a lot of times these games are split up into different parts. And it, you can tell that they just sort of shove this part in here and you shove that part in there. I think the best game is the one that doesn't feel like it's 
segmented in that way. And then instead, it's a flowing narrative. Yeah, no, and I think I think that's where I think it's so difficult to write good narrative in games. That's where the struggle comes, doesn't and it? And we saw that article about it, which was very interesting. Who said yeah. that? I can't remember, but there, I, I think it might have been. Yeah. It might have been Jason. Uh, yeah, it was very interesting now talking about narrative in games and how to piece it all together so it makes absolute sense, you know. And that's that's the difficulty, isn't it? That's where it comes about, and that's why you always have these difficult clashes or you know it doesn't always make total sense because you've still got control to a certain extent of the character haven't you in the game so you're making those decisions so yes it's interesting yeah so there, yeah there you go and i guess we need to move on to some emails then at that point what now right now you want to do emails oh, right now Okay, uh, first one up is, is of course, from... Who? Come on, come on, Duke, who do you think it's from? <laughs> it is indeed from... <laughs> anyway, he says this. Uh, deadly premonition, of course. He says this. It's quite a short one for him, actually. I'm impressed. Uh, there, there may be a reason, though, for this. Uh, the below link is just one of many. We're in Swery65, the man behind the best game ever... Uh, practically begs for someone to fund Deadly Premonition 2. Uh, this was before people were talking about Kickstarter back in 2010. 2011. He is on Twitter, Stu. Tweet the man. Tell him to kickstart this one fast. No, do not He do that. will raise more than enough funds with you backing him. I'd back <laughs> him. I'd actually probably give some money to a Kickstarter for that. Uh, love the show, but the sharp stick thing didn't work out. I'm on the way to the hospital now to have it removed. Uh, uh, thanks for your painful advice. Also, why do you say... When talking about driver, I love the way you take yourself to hospital. Is there no need for the before hospital? Oh, or is that a British thing, right? Uh, gotta run. I'm off to listen to some George Michael in the bath. Lol. Uh, if you played the game Driver, you would understand why you're taking yourself to hospital. <laughs> move around in people's heads is why. Yeah, because you're in the driver of the ambulances. You're in the driver's in seat. The back. <laughs> Unconscious, I guess, is the best way to put it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's, yeah, like that. That's why, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Come on! A sponge! Did he say sponge? Yeah. yeah. What does sponge mean? Oh, it was a great idea, but, but possibly not. I'm not being indecisive. Good. <laughs> right. What are you? <laughs> Classic. Uh, now the next one's from Ra Finch. And he says, new Xbox bashboard. Uh, hi, guys. I've just signed up to do my Xbox beta tester. Uh, so I'll be getting the new dashboard uh, before the final release. Uh, would you like me to send you a review? Uh, yep. Yeah, absolutely. Hook us up. Or don't work. However, I don't think it can, I can be named. Oops. I think I've just named now. Well, it's not his real name. No one will know who he is. Uh, as it asks if anyone you know oh, in the media, but I'll pass on what I think you would like. So, yeah, thanks for that uh, anonymous person hey, bobbert yeah. johnson sorry i think i've just blown it guys he, he won't be able to send us that anyway so thank you for that uh we we're not really classed as media are we i suppose so sure yeah. we are what are you talking about we're uh, in, a, in a weird sort of way very popular media outlet yeah i guess uh okay 
Uh, next one is from Mr. Pink. There you go, Pinky. Nobody wants to be Mr. Pink. You got a cool name. Yeah. I'm Mr. Pink. Yeah, no subject, but he says this. Uh, hey, guys, it's Pinky again. Hi, Pinky. Just thought I'd drop you a line full of reassurance and the props. I feel reassured. I'm I know, sure. I've got props. Yeah, I've got props. That's what you used to keep your clothes up, isn't it, on the washing line? The yes. Props. Yes, dear. <laughs> I'm getting to it. Hang on a yeah. second. If you... <laughs> If you come from the north of England, you'd know what that means. I guess the south of England, who knows? Everyone uses props, I'm guessing. Anyway, I'm sure there are more than enough trolls lurking around the internet just waiting. You ready? You had to wait for a minute now. There you go. Uh, To talk smack about the three of you and the splendid show you carry out every week. Rest assured, your podcast is just like the baby bird's porridge. Just right. Oh, that's nice, isn't it? Thank you. Okay. Enough ass kissing. Even though it's true. Weird. Weird. Yeah, that didn't sound great. Oh, you give smooches to people all the time when you make fun of me. Well, I'm allowed to do stuff I just said weird. Because I'm weird. Weird, weird. Anyway, even though it's true. I recently attended the Fan Expo here in Toronto, Canada, and was able to play Assassin's Creed 3 and Halo 4. Both feel very promising. Although I do question why Ubisoft chose to have the player pilot oh, boat around in the demo. So yeah, that you know the the demo we saw from E3 where he's driving the boat around and stuff. That's what they're showing off for fans to play. I just think, why you do what? Anyway, Let's I must do. say, I must say the hired help and actual Ubisoft employees were very friendly and were willing to answer as many questions as they could. Unfortunately, Xbox was lacking and around the Halo Four tent, the rented thugs. Uh, that were taking care of the herding process are less than cordial. It's too bad, too. I'm a bit of a Halo fan, but I have to give it to Ubisoft for a job well done. It's not Yay. every day that a Joe Schmo like myself has a chance to talk to insiders, and I look forward to events that are open to the general public, as this was. Question! What kind of encounters, good and bad, have the three of you had whilst attending functions of this type? Well, we've been to Eurogamer a few times, haven't we, I suppose? Um... I'm trying to think whether we've had any really negative encounters at Eurogamer. Can you think of any, Chi? I had to meet you. Does that count? That's pretty negative. Yeah. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. And and the school duggery. That definitely counts. <laughs> yeah, that was a low point. It was a very low point. That low was. point. The high point was obviously G.H. Rocker. He was a nice lad. We liked him. Liked him. Mm, he was okay. Mm, yeah, mm. Heavy evil. Um... I don't think... Oh, we, you got told off. Was that Was that on... Uh, which one was that? Was that Need for Speed The Run? You tried to play it late on in the day and you were told you weren't allowed or something. Well, I was, I, no, I just talked her up. I just went, can I go on this? She went, no, I could do it. And I just like kind of sweet-talked the, the woman that was there. I was like, can I go on, please? Go on, let me on. Go on. She let me on. Yeah, that was, <laughs> but I think that was the only... That time. sounds like a grueling ordeal, man. Uh, the, guy, the guys at um, Gears of War... Was it Gears of War 2? Gears of War 2, wasn't it? When we played that, and they, they, they were a bit sort of one in, one out, you know, go, 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 move next. Mm, mm. Well, you know what? they got to make sure everyone has a chance to play. Oh, was it Gears Who of War are you? 3? You should get What's to play Gears all War? day. Uh, it was Gears of War 3, mate. That was Gears of War 3, wasn't it? Was it Tom Bissell? Yeah, it was. He was there. Yeah, Tom Bissell was the... Awesome. Yeah, he, he was such a nice guy. Yeah. Awesome to the yeah, bomb. Awesome. Um, so yeah, no, but I can't. Your first thing he asked was, "Duke's not with you, is he?" 
Yeah. yeah. I can't think of anything in particular. Most people we've come across while we've been to these sorts of things have been quite nice people. Yeah, everyone's been nice. Everyone's yeah. Nice. I can't think of anything anyway. Talking you. of which, actually, I thought I'd bring this up at this point. This is a good segue. Uh, yeah, we've, I've got a list of what's available so far to play at Eurogamer this year. So uh, let's see what you go. So you can do the chinny yes, no, not bother. All right. I'll look ready? to not caring about these. Go. Okay. Assassin's Creed 3. Don't care. Yeah. Castlevania, Lord of Shadow. Mirror of Eight. Company of Heroes 2. Don't care. Crisis 3. Don't care. Dead Space 3. Don't care. Dishonored. Why are you going? Yeah, Dishonored. Don't care. I do. I, I, I want to play Dishonored. About Dishonored. Yeah, come on, man. <laughs> now, the reason why I don't care is because I don't care if I don't play any games. The joy is spending time with the listeners. Uh, and also, I'm going to play them anyway, so I don't care. Yeah, New Devil May Cry. Just like the old Devil May Cry. No, it's nothing like the old. Uh, Devil it's May got Cry. a different character in now, okay. and he's mentioned. thinner, and he looks like an emo. Yeah. Doom Three BFG Edition. Wow! If there's something I couldn't care less about, it would <laughs> be that. Uh, Dust Five One Four. Again, don't care. I do care about Dishonored and all that other stuff. I was just being facetious. Uh, facetious. There you go. Facetious. Uh, Far Cry 3. I'll give it a whirl. Yeah, I'll give it a whirl. FIFA 13. Yeah, FIFA. Transfer with show. Transfer with show. Boing, boing. Villa and FIFA. You know what, though? Football. It's and team sheets. As much as piss taking we do, there'll be loads of that. that right, it'll be rammed. Uh, stand is always rammed. rammed. <laughs> always. Uh, grid 2. Grid 2. Yeah. Shit too, more like. <laughs> Halo 4. More like Galo 4. <laughs> Hitman Absolution. I want to give this a play, actually. I want to play Halo 4, and I want to play... Hitman. Yeah, I want to play Hitman, yeah. Okay, Just Dance 4, yay! The, I want to play Hitman just for that sexy note. It'd be another awesome chance for you to make an awesome video. Uh, Lost Planet 3. Lost Planet 3. Yeah, I'll give it a whirl. Yeah, right. I'll give it a whirl. Uh, Medal of Honor Warfighter. I watched the trailer for this the other day. It's like it's so like Battlefield. It's unbelievable. <sighs> nope, I'll miss that one. I think Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. It's, it's hard to say anyway because like if I if if I walk past Medal of Honor and there's no one in it, then I'll go on it. it. Yeah. I, I I like playing like I, I, talking about Freddie Wong. We mentioned Freddie Wong earlier. He goes to E3, and if you watch these E3 videos, all they do is go on the games that no one goes on because there's never any queues. All right. And I think that's what I'm going to do this year. I think I'm just going to go, all right, no queue. Right, I'm applying it. Yeah, what is it? <laughs> so, yeah, Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. I want to give this a whirl. Blech. It looks all right. Uh, Need for Speed Most Wanted. Blech. And now here is one that I do want to, to play. Are you ready for this? Nino Kuni, Wrath of the White Witch. <laughs> I was going to make a joke and, and just make up some random random words, but I think you already went ahead of me. <laughs> I was going to go, the dark of sh- light, shite, blight, right? Now, if you don't want to play FIFA, 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 uh, oh. Pro, Pro Evolution Soccer 2013. Resident Evil 6. I want Britons to be back Britons. I'll give that a whistle. Uh, Rocksmith. Mm. I think you should give this a go, Chini, and see what you think, because this is meant to be like a real guitar playing into. I know I have a real guitar. Oh, uh, you could have a go at this. You have to take it with you. Uh, SimCity. 
I will try that. Yes, thank you very much. Uh, Tekken Tag Tournament 2. Too many T's. Too many T's. Uh, Tomb Raider. New Tomb Raider. We'll definitely be having a go at that one. Uh, there'll be a queue. There'll be a massive queue, but we'll want to play oh, it, so we're going to have to play it. Oh, you know what? Right, I'm putting it down. I'm not going to be queuing for more than five minutes this year. <laughs> yeah, not play anything then. I will. I'll play just <laughs> that. The ones that are empty. You will. You He'll be them. playing that dance game and... <laughs> Uh, I don't know what else. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and the final one at the moment confirmed is Zone of Enders HD Collection. There won't be a queue for that. Probably you'll be able to play that. There you go. Uh, developer sessions, I'll tell you, there's nothing confirmed barely for Saturday. We've got uh, Relic Entertainment Com- Company of Heroes 2 on the Saturday, uh, Grid 2, uh, Codemasters Talk, and Lone Lanning, Abe's Odyssey HD Talk on Sunday. That's it at the moment. But... On Thursday, they have got 343 Industries talking when we're not there. Oh, yeah. And also, Hideo Kojima is talking. Hideo Kojima! That's all uh, Doing Metal Gear Solid 25th and Japan! <laughs> that's where it's from. And on the Friday, we've got Criterion <laughs> Games there for Need for Speed Most Wanted. So that's what's confirmed so far for developers. So I hope they get a few more in because at the moment, that's a bit thin on the ground, I have to say. Um, little bit thin. Anyway, moving back to the emails. So moving back to the emails. Uh, this fan expo wasn't just video. That was weird. It was like it never happened. This fan expo wasn't just video games. It had lots of stuff relating to comics, TV shows, movies, and even some people doing autographs like Stan Lee and Jane Silent Bob, uh, which got me thinking. We all know of your appreciation of videos. And what else do you consider yourselves fans of? Oh, that's an interesting question. So, Duke. You're fans of loads of stuff. What are you also fans of as, as apart from video games? Graphic novels, uh, 19th century French literature, uh, movies, especially like science fiction movies. We watched Westworld this weekend. That was good. Awesome. Um, Love Westworld. Yeah. You know, you know the, the, the bad guy in it? Yeah. Scared the, the, shit, out of, the shit out of me when I was little. <laughs> Absolutely scared yeah. of me. He's the original Terminator. Boy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what else? Uh, electronic music, hip hop, uh, stuff and things. There you go. There you go. You know. Uh, well, I, I'm sort of the same. I, I love music. I like really old 80s, 90s dance music. That's my bag. Uh, that's what I love. Roller, roller sliding. I love roller skating. Yes, and uh, I'm not rollerblading so much, but roller skating, quad skating. Oh, I didn't quads, even know there was a difference. Yeah, there's a huge difference. Anyway, the world's apart. I uh, don't really do comics much, I must admit, or graphic novels, never really been into that, but I do like reading horror stories, I'm really into horror, so much so that when I was a teenager I used to go to this comic shop, I used to go to a comic shop, but not to buy comics, uh, that used to get imported copies of Fangoria and Gorezone from America, and I used to buy them from them. yeah, so... I know, back in the day, and they used to be really graphic, and, you know, the, like the reanimation. Back in the days when I was young. And I was brought up pretty much on, you know, video nasties. Uh, my mum's friend, Christine Corns, used to get them from the video shop and let me watch them when I was about seven or eight years old. So I watched Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Last House on the Left and I Spit on Your Grave way before I should have seen any of those movies. That's great. These parents today, eh? I know, and I've turned out okay, and I've watched all sorts of video. Nasty. There you go. So, the, so you let um, Millie watch this stuff now. Favorite films? Favorite films? Probably Hellraiser. I really love uh, Halloween, the original one. You know, I like all the very old sort of uh, hacky slashy movies. 
So there you go. That's, uh, that's and like I say, I like a lot of music. I like movies now. I like lots of foreign films. I'm a big uh, fan of uh, foreign films. Things that are weird and shit, basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, recently watched a film, I think it was called Cell 213, but I'm just trying to figure out the right number, which was very, very good. I can totally recommend it. Spanish film. Yeah, it's excellent. Really, really good. So there you go. And that's it for me, yeah. Those are the sort of things I like outside of video games, but I like lots of media-type stuff. Ginny, what do you like? Just video games. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do anything else. <laughs> I have no other life. Um, films. Log films. Um, I like the smell of petrol. That's another thing I do. <laughs> In a plastic bag. No, no. I, I just love the petrol go scratch and sniff stickers. Really? That's my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> I don't crazy, really know yeah. why, but... Mm. Uh, I love the smell of petrol, so I just kind of walk around petrol stations a lot. Um, <laughs> Sniffing petrol. Yeah, or gas, as it is in America. Even though it is <gasps> li- liquid. Um... What else do I do? I don't do as much reading as I'd like. Yeah. yeah. You okay, Duke? I'm okay. I'm just readjusting a little. Okay. Oh. What are you reading? Sorry about that. Go ahead. <laughs> Sounds like you was cracking your neck. Um, nope. Yeah, I, uh, I I don't read as much as I'd like. Um, but I, I do read now and again. I watch a lot of films. I play a lot of games. I watch a lot of... I'm obsessed with YouTube. Like, obsessed with it. Um, God, I play snooker. Snooker player, I'm pretty good at that. 111 break, go me. Uh, what else do I do? He plays snooker. What else do I do? Stu, what else do I do? Uh, what else do you do? You make films? Did you mention the filmmaking thing? Yeah, I do that <laughs> as well. <laughs> Frederico Fellini over here. Yeah, yeah. Make I do film. that. I do that, yeah. <laughs> I do, I think I do that. Is that what I do? Yeah, that's what I do. What else do I do? I know there's something I don't else. know. What else do you do? I don't know. I go mountain biking. I do that as well. Walking. I do loads of walking. Geocaching. Geocaching. Yeah, that's one of my faves. I love it. Oh, yeah. There is something else. Baking, which is probably a thing that people don't associate me with, but I do enjoy baking, yes. You haven't baked anything for me. I come down there all the time. And you haven't cooked anything, anything for me. Well, I mean, well, I guess, well, I guess I am a chef. <laughs> exactly. Cook for you you could bake me some cakes or something. This is getting awfully hard. That was a pretty good uh, copy of that. <laughs> I mean, um, you couldn't tell which was which, could you, then? That was all right. <laughs> it was good work. Um, accents, I'm pretty good at accents. Hey, thank you. What else do I do? I'm, I'm good at funny voices and faces. Uh, yeah, you do comedy, don't you? you? You're funny. Yeah, did that. Uh, what else? I don't know. That's about it, really. I can draw. It. I can draw. I used to draw. I used to draw comics. I never read them. Uh, I used to draw them now. Wow. Um, but stop doing that. You're just an all-round creative, aren't you? Hmm. Oh yeah, instruments. There you go. I knew there was one. I play the guitar, the drums, um, and I want to learn the piano properly. I know a little bit, but I don't know it enough. When there's a piano in the room, I don't feel I can go on the piano and go. I'm just gonna. Tinkle, tinkle the ovaries. Tinkle yeah. the ovaries, as there's a joke called that. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I wish I was, you know, if there's a piano in the room, sometimes, you know, last night when we was on this stag there, there was a piano in this pub, and I was like, I wish I could just go on that and show off, but I yeah, can't. Yeah, I have a friend who can do that. He plays ragtime. It's unbelievable. Yeah. I can play the Jews out. Does that count? No. So, <laughs> I can play chopsticks. It doesn't count. doesn't count. 
What about a kazoo? <laughs> Again, uh, a dog could play the. I can do green sleeves on a recorder. <laughs> I can, yeah, well, you know, that's not that's not too bad. Green sleeves is okay. <laughs> Uh, I can play green sleeves on the guitar. Can you? Yeah. That's cool. Brilliant. <laughs> um, what else? No, that's I, about it. Back in the 80s, I used to have one of those keyboards that had, like, a, you know, like, rhythms and drum beats and stuff. And I used to, like, press all the different buttons and pretend I was playing it. Does that count? No. <laughs> no, it does not, Stu. No? <laughs> no, it does not. Kind of worked for me. <laughs> kind of worked for the Spice Girls when they marked a lot. Oh Never mind, eh? So there you go. So that's it. That was cool. Right. Maybe we should move on. I think we should move on. I think Duke's very fascinated by this segment. Of the- <laughs> he is. He is. Uh, let's, let's move on to some Twitters. Uh, I've got to say, uh, Mike, Chini the Diva, you've been very busy this week. <laughs> Hit it. Saw a pretty girl just the other day. She what? winked and she smiled, walked across my way. Yeah. I couldn't figure out just what to what say. What did you do? So I twittered it. Twit, twit, twittered it. Twittered it. Twittered, twittered, twittered it. Twittered it. Yeah, so, anyway, yeah, Twitter's, I suppose I should uh, do that. Um, yes, uh, actually, it was uh, Chris MJW sent us the link to the story, Games Can't Tell uh, Games can't tell Stories, But It's Not the Writer's Fault. So that was the, uh, the, the, the article Duke was referring to. Um, yeah. I'm not going to read it all, but it was a really, really cool article. So, yes, worth a read. So it was on uh, yes, computerandvideogames.com. So thank you for Maybe that. Maybe we Chris. could post that on our website. If only Maybe we had a website we could post things on. Maybe we should. If only we had one. Uh, but yeah, that was uh, Chris MJW, and it was a really interesting read. Actually, it was very, very interesting reading for that. So thank you for that. Um, yes. Uh, glo- uh, what have we got from here? I'm just trying to think. Here we go. Uh, yeah, as you was Raf, I mentioned that. I said I'd finished it. Yay. Uh, so many reasons I shouldn't like this game, but I loved it. And Mark Davies said, I rented that from Love Film, but it was cracked, so gutted. Looks so awesome, though. I, I just want to play it. Yeah, well, have a go. It's great. You'll love it if you like games that aren't really games. There you go. Well, with love. Yeah. Um, Sean Anderson simply said, Japan! Uh, to that, uh, uh, concerning as you as well. So there you go. Japan! Japan! So thank Japan. you very much for that. Um... Yeah, Andrew Gold uh, said, I can just imagine. There you go. You know. uh, and yeah. that was because apparently, and I haven't listened to the Holiday Overseas now, that was to do with the wicked song that the Overseas Connection got from him for the show and said we would be jealous that he hadn't given it to us. So I don't know. We've not, I've not heard it yet, so I don't know whether I'm jealous or not. Um, so that's from them. And uh, then moving back up. So those are the earlier ones. Uh, yeah, we've got Antonio Phillips said, not sure about life, we're all on a demo. There you go, and that was, I think that was concerning the Sleeping Dogs demo. So we're all on a demo. We're all on a demo. Uh, yeah. Uh, Paul Bates said, guy at work, uh, lives it. He's a big GTA fan, so he's liking the Sleeping Dogs. Mm. Uh, yes. uh, podcast time said Antonio Phillips thank you for playing it hopefully you'll find uh, a good enough soundbite to match that uh, yeah. in the soundbite you played last week from him right and then Mike Chin Chinny the Diva said just found a video of what happened at, uh, after the last Veteran Gamers UK meetup oh so god I've seen that video, and it was a man sliding in mud under a woman who was doing a wee and she weed on his head by accident. Yeah. By accident. That sounds great. So, 
I don't remember that happening, but maybe it did. I don't remember either. Uh, yeah, and then... and Because it never happened. ...said, don't forget to download this week's At Veteran Gamers UK podcast starring me and two idiots. Hashtag diva time. That's oh, true. That's I true. know, I know. Uh, Virtual Pizza said he took a summer break, working weekends, hopefully back with a vengeance. So Virtual Pizza, I'm looking forward to that. It's been released today, so I'll be downloading that. I wondered that. where he went. I know, it just sort of disappeared, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, Master Zulu said... At Veteran, uh, sorry, at Veteran Gamers UK, I listen to 40 to 50 podcasts per week whilst at work. If I had to, yours and the Bugle are the only ones I would buy. Wow. Hmm. That's kind of nice of him, isn't he? Yeah. So we're liking him. So thank you very much for that, Master Zulu. Yeah, very kind. Kind words. Yeah. Uh, Jay, Denver Jay, said, Podca- podcast for tonight at Veteran Gamers UK, the final score, and if I have enough time, cast. And if lucky, film sack. There you go, so thank you for that. Uh, G Fox said at Veteran Gamers UK, an explanation about the biscuits are for those foreign people who don't know. So here we go. Are you ready for this? This is how biscuit works. Are you ready? Cakes. I guess. Usually easily distinguished from biscuits by their sheer size. However, individual cakes can be a bit trickier. For instance, the macaroon, also the Jaffa cake, despite having the word cake in its name, can confuse some people. Crackers. Crackers are aimed at savoury use such as cheese and crackers. However, you sometimes get these Hovis sweetmeal digestives, I don't know why, in a big box of crackers, which is obviously confusing. Generally, you don't want to dunk one in your tea. Chocolate covered. Halfway between biscuits and chocolate bars are the chocolate covered biscuits. A bit of a grey area, this, uh, but this is where we encounter individual foil wraps and strange quasi cakes. Uh, biscuit hybrids like the wagon wheel, also, the home of Jacob's Club Biscuits, although this is a sad shadow of its former self, thanks to the French again. And finally, chocolate bars. Uh, the Kit Kat is a good example of the traditional phase from chocolate cover to full chocolate bars like the Picnic. So how to spot biscuits? They come in packets, they have two sides, and you can dunk them in tea. Entry level, they are in clear cellophane wrappers. They aren't so nice that you could eat a whole packet, and they are homogenous. Mid-range, anything with a currant or some sort of fruit in it. Twin layer affair with some sort of cream up the middle. A wrapper has pictures on it and some sort of unique selling point. And luxury, uh, anything with chocolate on top or maybe in a cardboard box. Uh, Frequently asked questions, are Jaffa Cakes biscuits? No, no they're not. Apart from being called cakes, they obviously have a sponge base. Granted, they appear to be some kind of a luxury biscuit being chocolate covered and shipping in a box. Uh, why are nice biscuits called that? I don't know, because they are possibly one of the nastiest biscuits ever. Perhaps it's sarcasm. Also, yeah, they are really rubbish nice biscuits, aren't they? Also, if you what? Are, yeah, nice, they're not very good. They're really thin and they fall to nice bits when you put them in tea. Are nice. I they're, like... not, they're not, they fall to bits when you put them in your tea, don't they? I don't put them in my tea. If, well, you, that's, what... if that's the case, double them up, man. Double them up. <laughs> Double them all. Also, if you are new to this site and are about to email say it, actually it's because they are named after the town in the south of France called Nice. Don't. They are not from there. Nobody has ever heard of them. Hop on an easy jet flight, get yourself down there and ask around. You'll get even blanker garlic looks than usual. Uh, back when they were invented, Huntley and Palmer were knocking in around 450 sorts of biscuits. So naming new sorts of biscuits was probably a matter of just going through the phone book or indexing the atlas. Anyhow, I don't like them. Uh, what's the best biscuit ever? Well, I would have to say the Abbey Crunch. See my page on this ground-breaking <laughs> oat biscuit. 
Uh, can something that is individually wrapped be a biscuit? Mm, it's pushing it, isn't it? Uh, what's the story with pink wafers? Well, they have dropped out of fashion, and rightly so, as they are unpleasant at best. Wafers are generally have to be moved up into chocolate-covered jobs like the Tunnock's wafer or chocolate bars like the Kit Kat to be any good. So there you go. Duke, do, uh, do, do you feel totally uh, educated as to what a biscuit is now? I love it. Barney Vegas. I'm sad he didn't mention a hobnob. Um, and then there's quite a lot of tweets regarding the uh, oh, let's read them all out. So we had uh, gate.com tweeted about it. Uh, we had Antonio Phillips. Uh, we had Jonathan Wilson saying, is it yeah. still on? Uh, David on Whitney. Uh, and this is where it comes to next week's indie game. Here we go. Because Jet Set Willy has been released on the Xbox Live indie game. Oh, God. What? <laughs> Jet Set Willy, baby. That's next week's indie pick. There you go. Job done right now. Uh... Uh, and anyway, David Tripney has retweeted that. Uh, Mr. Killy Cranky retweeted that. And SLH said... Should make for an interesting podcast again next week, then. I'll turn the volume down. Thanks for the warning. <laughs> Hashtag Duke rant. <laughs> oh, Duke, yeah. That should give you an idea. Of... That should be like the best. That should be the thing that everyone <laughs> hashtags. And that's about it for the Twitters. So thank you. Uh, like, as I say every week, thank you to everybody who sends us tweets. It's yes, thank you. Thank you, you goodnight, much love. It is. I'm always... I gotta um, go hang out with English teachers soon. And that's about it. So time for shout outs, then we can get the hell out of here and you can go and hang out with It's time for a Colbert Report shout out. Hey! Right. So, Duke, coming to you first, seeing as you might have to go. So, off to you. Go. Go. Yeah, we got a new member on the VG Hub site, Destination Gamer. Yay! If you like this podcast, there is another site you should check out, which is called VGHub.net. And on there, you find a bunch of links to other video game podcasts, similar in vein to ours, but different in the way they're uh, delivered. Some have all kinds of sound effects. Are for old people. Some talk yeah. about RPGs. Say. Come on. Some might say that. No, no one says that. And of course, you have links to you know great forums. We don't have any other friends. So check it out, VGHub.net. It is a great starting point for your podcast discovery. Thanks to everybody who showed up to... Uh, uh, the Playdate, uh, G.H. Rucker, and John Mouse, and uh, D. Tripney has been feeding cool stuff on Twitter. Thank you for that. And next week's Playdate is going to be Full House Poker, so come on down and get your Texas Hold'em on. Cool. That's you do love done. that. You love that poker game, don't he you? He does, doesn't he? It's, it's a good always... game. And, yeah. and it's always people asking me, like, hey, when are we doing poker again? When are we doing poker again? So Someone likes I mean, the poker. Well, that's the thing. If people really want to play a game, I'm willing to consider it. Let's do it. Yeah. Well, why not? Why not? We should always do. You know, you've got to. If that's what the community wants, that's what you got to yeah. do. That's what the community wants. So over to you, Ginny. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to shout out uh, my good friend, uh, Marsh, who had his stag do last night, for um, stealing some ornaments out of a garden and then uh, proceeding to try and sell these ornaments to passers by and somebody through their living room window. Uh, as he knocked on the on the window and said, "Do you want to buy these?" There was little plastic shoes, and he said, "Do you want to buy these shoes?" Um, so he probably scared the shit out of those people. Um, we went around some rough places, so I'm pretty uh, 
we got chucked out of two, two places. We got thrown out of two places. And one place we walked in, somebody was already on the floor. The other place that we walked in, the police was in there, and somebody was bleeding from his eye. So, you know, the nice area. Um, so I'll shout him out for surviving. Shout out Ben for playing with me on Halo. Uh, and it's good to have him back because he's, uh, he's been to the army for, for a while now and he's going back again, uh, I believe it's today or tomorrow. So uh, it's nice to have him back and play some Halo with him because that's, that's who I've been waiting for. And that's pretty much it. Who? And to Chini the Diva, whoever you are. There you go. Uh, well, I'll shout out a couple of shout out a couple of new friends on the Facebook. We've got some new friends on the Facebook, and one's called. Um, new friends on the Facebook. Hurry up, get uh, Michael Raish, uh, otherwise known as Ted, and he's using it on his Facebook photo. He's got a banner, right? With an arrow pointing to his face. I don't know how we feel about him using our picture, but that's okay, I guess. It's okay. He's got a little arrow pointing to his head. And he's also got one for Rockstar Games, uh, done the same as well, with a little arrow pointing to him. So he's got a couple of different ones that he's using. Uh, Soak, Soak McTavish also followed us, uh, or friended us on Facebook. And Jake Bauer was our 200th friend on Facebook, so thank you to him as well. Yay, 200! 200 friends on Facebook. And we've also got, um, we've got a couple of new followers on Twitter. We've got David Southern, so thank you for following us. I'm just trying to think if we've got any others. I think I did see another one this week. Chris Clark, so thank you to him. And I think that was it for followers this week on the old Twitter. So thank you to everybody who follows us on Twitter and on the Facebook. We keep on trying to update it with plenty of new info, so it's worth a follow, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and the only other thing is we've got a new iTunes review in the UK, another one. Another one. And this one's from Yo, 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 yo. Yo, yo, yo. Well I was trying to do it quick and then you started playing. I'm just, the intro. I'm just kidding. That's the joke. joke. That's the joke. I know. Uh, anyway, this one's from Luca Brassi, and it's five stars, and he says this, right? And I have to say, I take exception to this, uh, this iTunes review. Uh, I'm not very happy about it at all. So we better watch out is all I can say. Right, go ahead. Get to the part where you're actually okay. very happy about what he wrote. So he said this. Uh, Duke is a loudmouth, highly informative American. Woo, loudmouth! Chini is the funny guy. All right, so far, so good. Nothing wrong with either of those, is a Stew is the nerdy wimp. <laughs> yeah, where's the problem? Right. Where, where's well, the... listen, right? <laughs> oh. Nerdy, I'm happy with nerdy, but wimp? Tell you wimp! What. If I knew where this guy lived, I'll tell you what, I'll be around there. You'd just... be around there with a feather. I will. Roller I will. Skates. Tickle him to death, I'll tell well, you. Let's, if we dance on the roller skating rink, then you'll see that I'm a cool guy. <laughs> wimp, I challenge you to a dance-off, sir. Yeah, I'll tell him. <laughs> Dun, 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 dun. Oh, and you can dance to this song. Sexy and I know it. You know, the funny thing is, he did play that today. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even comedy. It See, because the Barry White thing takes too long to come in and go out, so it's I needed a new true. sexy sample, and that's the one. Yeah. So listen for it in coming weeks, people. But anyway, Nerdy Wimp, right? You can nerdy Wimp. Tell you. you can kiss my ass. Um, well, I don't know. I wouldn't take it too hard. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he says, he says, this formula works well and makes for a great show. Keep up the great work, guys, especially Duke. You are my hero. Now we know it's... Oh. 
You know, so I can probably take the nearly win thing because he's obviously mentally retarded or something. You know what I mean? Wow. Wow. That's, that's the reason, you know. He went there. Yeah. He recognises greatness. You, no, never he take it, you never take it personal, do you, Stu, really? No, I mean, right. you know, he's saying Duke is his hero. Come on, that's, what does that say At least I'm not a nerdy wimp. <laughs> I guess. Nerdy wimp. <laughs> As the funny guy here, I feel like I have to say something funny, so... <sighs> <laughs> no, look, wait. do it? Those clowns in Congress. No, 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 right. I believe, no, to be honest, I think it, it, it's done tongue-in-cheek, right? It, because, obviously, you two have, have had some stick over the last few weeks. So, I think he, he wanted to make sure it was all level, so he, he had a bit of a poke at me, and that's fine. That's... <laughs> a bit of poke at you. It's fine. Yeah, I can play it. What's rather worrying, Duke, is that you have that to hand so readily. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, come on. I was editing it and then getting into a small little bit I could play on a regular basis. I come in and the Duchess goes, why are you playing that song? <laughs> and you went, I mean, you went, I'm not. I'm no. playing. I'm playing. I know it. You went, I'm not. I'm playing the whole album. It's great. I am literally L-M-F-A-O. I don't know how yeah. it goes. And Millie, Millie did the very famous, what does it stand for then? <laughs> uh, laugh my flipping bum off. There you right. go. Doesn't even make any sense anymore. Okay, guys, I gotta go. Yeah, so that's it, really. Anyway, it's time to go. Bye. Yes, Bye, everyone. You. Everyone. Yay. Bye. Jason. What? Jason. What? The thing you say at the end. Oh of the yeah. End. Sorry. Oh yeah. Yeah. Fuck off, everyone. No, sorry. Uh, <laughs> Jamal. <Jennifer. laughs> <Yo, Jennifer. laughs> <laughs> Yeah, bye, Duke. I do. Have fun. Yeah, bye. Thanks. Do you actually drink, Duke? I've never asked you that. No, he's already gone. I didn't get the answer. No. I think he's. I'm here. Oh, I say, do you drink? Do you drink? Yeah, once in a while, alcohol. a little bit of cider. You get drunk. I, I can't imagine you drunk at all. No, I don't really get drunk. Yeah, you've just been twice as loud as you are now. <laughs> twice as loud. And another thing why hip hop is cool. <laughs> I'm just saying that when we all die, there'll be a planet for the Asians, a planet for the Mexicans, and we'll all be a lot happier. Mr. Gumble, you're upsetting me. No, I'm not. So what's your, what's your drink of choice, Duke? Cider. Strongbow. I had one during the show tonight. Strongbow? Strongbow. Oh. Strongbow. Do you get Stella out there? You nope. Yeah, I got Stella. Nope. Uh, they've got a new one. I mean, Woodchuck is the standard cider people drink here, but I like Strongbow better. And I'm not just saying that because I'm an Anglophile. Although You're an Anglophile, aren't you? You just want to be British. <laughs> I wish I was British. I hate being American. Yeah. No, no, I, cool. I, is that what they call that? Anglophile? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mm. I particularly like um, pina coladas with a little umbrella and a cherry. Yeah, yeah, like pina coladas. <laughs> Being stuck in the rain. Uh, All right, I'm off. And a Bye, slice Duke. Of See you, Duke. Bye. <laughs> that's that. That's that. And that's the end of that chapter. <laughs>